0: Now, introducing the man who finally figured out how to properly fold a fitted sheet after years of trying only to discover that he's not been using actual sheets for his entire adult life and he'd finally found his game-used Sydney Ponson jersey after a decade and a half and saying, quote, that explains the smell. After spending the last week or two watching the Olympics, he's officially set out to break a world record of his own, though he was discouraged to discover that all of the challenges related to eating pasta were held by Joey Chestnut as he turned his focus to the number of times ghoul has been said in a minute. He is Glenn Clark. What really does
1: Ghoul
0: actually mean? You know, I don't really know. know Italian. It's Italian. I know I know. it's a... Is it a food? It's not a I, word, apparently. squiggly line appears when you type it, so... Gabagool,
1: uh, apparently it's supposed to be capicola. Really? I didn't know that. Isn't that a meat, a ham? I sorts? did not know that. That's a, a genuine, yes, it's it's well, It's not. It's a yes. It's ish. It's like a salami, really, is what it is. Um, it's an Italian meat.
0: Uh, capicola is, gab- I never knew that. So that, why do they I call I it, is that, that what they say it. in Italy? Does they say gabagool? I don't know if that's capicola where capicola sounds from like here. an Italian word All in and right. right. of itself. Here, settle down. I'm tired. It's how
1: uh, southern, why are you tired? Of gabagool. Oh, not okay. being explained to the people, uh, you know? <laughs> it's like, what did you do? Did you go out to have an evening last night? No. Uh, Gabagool is how southern Italians pronounce Capicola. Wait, what?
2: What?
0: Pronounce it. Not even just like it's not a different word altogether. It's just the pronunciation. That doesn't seem even possible.
1: It's a New York City thing specifically. All right. Hang on a second. I, I, I got a lot of questions about this. Outside That's of weird. Italy. Yeah. Terms is from Wikipedia. So you know. Yeah, right. Terms include Bondiola or Bondiola Corrada in Argentina and Uruguay and Capicola or Capicola, I'm seeing, it's just pronounced, spelled with an okay. extra L, in North America. The pronunciation Gabagool has been used by Italian-Americans in the New York City area and elsewhere in the Northeast based on the pronunciation of Capicola in working-class dialects of 19th and early 20th century Neapolitan. I never knew that. So they just never knew took that. it and it said, we're going to call lazy. this yes, for the most part. That's pretty much what it seems. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not against what, it. What am I, what, 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 what I going to do, yeah. do about it? What am I going to do about it? Hi. Hello. It's Glenn Clark Radio. It's a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. I'm Glenn. He's Kyle. Young Jack is here as well. And I am so excited to tell you that you've got the opportunity to win some tickets to the BMW Championship. Yeah. Right now, you can go to pressboxonline.com slash contests. And when you do, you'll see a prompt. Enter to win tickets to the BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club. Of course, you know the BMW Championship, the top 70 golfers on the PGA Tour are coming to Baltimore in Caves Valley for the BMW Championship August 24th through 29th. Secure your own tickets by going to bmwchampionship.com. But you can win them by going to pressboxonline.com slash contest. You can enter there. Um, it began. began this, The contest began yesterday. It runs through August 12th. The grand prize receives two passes to the 1899 club on August 27th. And what is the 1899 club, you ask?
0: What is the 18.99 Club?
1: Thank one? you, Kyle. It's an all-inclusive hospitality venue located on the par 4 11th hole. These tickets include access to the grounds as well as unlimited food, beer, wine, and soft drinks. Ooh, get to get that Mountain get some Dew. Some in here. There, yeah, maybe. right. It might have some gabagool. Don't know. Stadium-style seating in a shaded area available to provide a comfortable experience throughout the day and. A parking pass is included as well for the grand prize winner. And then, for the runners-up, this ain't bad either. Four of you will receive two grounds tickets for one day of the tournament. Grounds tickets allowing for entry to the tournament on that designated day. Uh, Public seating, restrooms, and concessions are available throughout the course. So, all you got to do, go to pressboxonline.com slash contests. What you'll need to put in your email, your name, your date of birth, your zip code. That's it. Just so that we can know you're eligible, just so we can get you uh, hooked up to win. It's going to be um, going to be a great week. Going to be a great week. Even I'm not a golf guy, and I'm excited about it. It's going to be an awesome event for our area. Look forward to um, being there at the BMW Championship. And again, you can get your own tickets by going to bmwchampionship.com. We'll talk a little bit more about that when Drew Forrester joins us. Later on this hour, uh, later on in the show, we're going to catch up with Daquell Jackson, former Terp, former NFL linebacker. It was announced yesterday that he is headed into the Maryland Athletics Hall of Fame. We'll just talk some football as well with Daquell. Always love doing that. And uh, speaking of which, Jeff Shadia was out at Ravens training camp yesterday for the NFL Network, and we will chat with him a little bit later on in the program as well. So that's all. Coming up on the show today, we'll also get into Would You Rather Wednesday a little bit later on. Um, you want to talk about the uh, Orioles game last night? Or? Let's do it. It was a hell of a game. Yeah. As uh, as you guys know, I'm 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 good with that. I'm I'm more bothered by the the other results. I'm more bothered by the wins they've been stockpiling when they're not helpful any longer. That does nothing for me. So it does not bother me in any way that the Orioles lost thirteen to one to the Yankees last night. It can't possibly bother me that the Orioles lost thirteen to one to the Yankees last night. Cedric Mullins' the twelve-game hit streak. God bless. God bless. May he break Joe DiMaggio's record, and the Orioles win very few of those games in the process. May that may both things simultaneously happen that would be delightful there is just nothing good that comes with winning baseball games at this point and spare me the well you want to you want to build a winning uh, culture you want to build that
0: god bless you i kind of like making the yankees feel awful i'm not going to be like you know if you're going to win a game i'll beat the yankees but you know i mean in that context yeah. if you have
1: to win a game yes i'd rather be against the yankees than against the tigers for example but no, I, it's, all know, it's all it's all it's all it's all it's all what it is just just does not help whatsoever uh gotta i am bring that cat back Yeah, the Yankee Stadium did. It proved to be good luck. Proved to be good luck. Um, I spent some time last night with the uh, U.S. Women's Volleyball. That was great. That was on at about midnight. I I guess the Dominican Republic, not so great at uh, the volleyball. I did not realize that. Well, they
0: made the Olympics one.
1: They did. God bless them for that. Um, Speaking of the Dominican Republic, I also poked into the baseball game for a while last night. And... They won that one three to one. The, the, the Americans. The Americans yes. did, yes. The Americans are on to the semifinals in both women's volleyball and in baseball. And the women's basketball team also defeated Australia last night, and so they are on to the semifinals there as well. Uh, I think, unfortunately, our friend Helen Maroulis, who's I, I had not known about everything that she had gone through since the last um, Olympics, she suffered a pretty serious head injury I did not know about at all, but... Um, she had to really grind to just get back to this point mm. um lost in the semifinals last night but she will compete for the bronze medal instead at the olympics still local athletes that still have to kyle snyder still has to go and matt centrowitz um from broadneck still the i guess that the 1500 is like one of the last track and field events
0: of the week um, us won gold golden female wrestling correct
1: yeah, someone else the day yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember her name, but she was awesome. Everybody yeah. loved. She did the, She had a very viral um, –
0: oh, man. I, I, whatever. It's not – I'm it's just it's saying no, they No local it. interest. What do you mean they could if it? If Kyle gets gold in men's, then look at America.
1: Well, you know there's multiple gold medals. No, no, no. They, they have different mm. wrestling weight classes. That's where you're wrong. I know you live in this world where there's like one classification for everyone in every sport. Like you, you think that – 16-year-old runners run against 35-year-old runners? Well, they should. They don't. It's not the way that it works. They have different classifications for weight when it comes to wrestling. They give away multiple gold. They don't just have one, you're the wrestling gold medal winner. I think they should. now? So you think it would be fair to have, say, like a 140-pound wrestler Wrestle against a 275-pound wrestler. How do you
0: build underdog stories? If uh, not for this possibility.
1: Well, maybe you, you face adversity. You have like a yeah, a, a tough head injury or something uh, like that right. that you deal with in the build-up to the every um,
0: Batman movie I've seen or any sort of superhero tale. He's probably the young uh, Captain America. Uh-huh. He succeeded as a, as a sprite. No, it's still not a thing. And no matter how many years you spent trying to make it a thing, still not a thing. You know, it wasn't quite as uh, enthralling of a story when he was winning after the Super Serum. So just maybe let the kids fight against the men. How about that?
1: Okay. It's um, my Olympics. There you go. That's what you have to offer. I'm glad we we turned to you. By the way, that's what I expect. I'm i trying to go through all the Olympics things. You're like, hey, didn't, uh, didn't somebody else win a medal the other day? Didn't something like that happen? Well, I was correct that about was... the U.S.
0: winning gold in wrestling. Y- for women.
1: Y- you were. It just yeah. added nothing to the conversation. In
0: every weight class,
1: right? No, not a thing. Not a thing that All occurs. They have multiple weight classes uh, for wrestling because that would be unfair to have people of different size bodies have to really wrestle against each other.
0: There's really no way to decide who's right or wrong here. No, there
1: is. There's 100% a way to do it. I'm, I'm correct. Let's not get
0: into semantics. Right?
1: No, no, no semantics necessary. I'm just right. And again, you've, you've offered nothing. But hey. You sounded great doing it. I that. did didn't you I? You sounded great offering nothing. And I appreciate set. that. Appreciate that. Do you know what it is that Lamar J- Everybody was up in arms about something Lamar yeah. Jackson put... Po- I don't know exactly what what it was. It was
0: in an, an anti-vax uh, post from but, but a rock doctor, and it was pretty irresponsible of him, and he what, essentially... Uh, specifically,
1: like, what did it say?
0: Basically suggesting that the vaccine is not effective and that... Vaccine or vaccinated people could be more prone ah. to spreading the virus and are causing super spreading events more so than unvaccinated oh, people. Oh, all right. Oh, well, that's not great. Put an emoji with the old the old bowl, uh, the smoke coming out the nose thing, or like it's the sneeze kind of ah. emoji also, also along I with don't, it. Right. I don't understand the sneeze emoji. I don't know th- th- the sick one. The sick emoji with the sneezing. Oh, okay. It's supposed to paint the sick or whatever, person or something. You know? okay. And he uh, deleted it very shortly thereafter. Probably for the best. Probably best not to do it in the first place. Well, I don't disagree with that either. Not I a don't great look. I disagree with look. that either.
1: No, not a great look whatsoever. Um, a problematic look, one totally. might say. I a mean, problematic look.
0: Largely irresponsible.
1: Yes, it's wildly irresponsible. Uh, I don't know where people are necessarily... I, I I don't really want to get into this other uh, conversation. Look, he can.
0: If we don't agree with. It's easy to disagree with the decision to be unvaccinated. Yes. Um. That said, it remains an individual's right to well, be unvaccinated. It, it comes
1: off. It comes off very much as like Lamar Jackson trying to defend his decision to not get vaccinated because he's probably heard a bunch of s from people or at least about not being vaccinated what he's the, influenced the, the, by the, and not the, being the governor it's... of the state of maryland was <sighs> was was calling on him to to get vaccinated he probably feels as though he needs to defend himself in some way so he finds some mis- disinformation or misinformation I think he somewhere did it
0: before hogan said that
1: well, I, it might not be specifically hogan it just I, i'm guessing that's not the first time he's heard hey you should have been vaccinated I'm guessing there's been a boatload of people over the last few days that have been in his orbit or outside his orbit. I but would hope so. Get contact to him that are going on about get, yeah, get maybe it's your a good ass idea. vaccinated, dummy. Yes. You stupid. Yes. Go get vaccinated. Go that route. Um, we have heard that there are going to be more of these things like in New York where if you want to go to a gym or if you want to eat inside of a restaurant, you're going to have to prove
0: vaccination. I'm all for uh, making people decide what they care more about.
1: I'm, I'm, (sighs) it's, look, it's, like we've talked about, I'm, I'm. It's always difficult for me because I, there is always like the libertarian side of me that's like. Do I, I even read the quote from this anti-vax I, thing? I, I, that's. I, I don't need the actual quote. you've yeah. if you've that's what I was, I all I saw was an that Lamar Jackson had shared an anti-vax post. That was all I had share, uh, seen, and then he had quickly deleted it. I was unaware of what it actually said. That's absurd it's of course it's absurd and it's it's not it's by it's not just irresponsible followers and all that it's it's, embarrassing it's it's utterly embarrassing for you just say nothing just say nothing just just don't 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 get into those yes just 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 leave it leave it alone leave it the f alone um i have no doubt i i asked a couple of people that who's who's I don't want to say it. I asked a couple of people, who oh, I know what this looks like, right, Like within the facility, within the organization, and um, frustrated was the best thing that I could get back to describe it. Because, like, again, this goes back to what I said originally when somebody said, doesn't D- Lamar deserve more criticism? Yes, I think he deserves criticism, but what? He's going to be the quarterback of the football team. Unless they, he's
0: got COVID the entire year. Thank you.
1: They, he's going to be the quarterback of the football team, they desperately need him. They have no chance without him. They have a great chance with him. He holds the leverage. So you can be frustrated, but th- what does anger do? You're angry, but you can't you can't do anything. You're hoping to try to share other insight, other thought with him to dissuade whatever the other stuff is, whatever the other opinions that are being fed to him that has led to him making this decision, but there's only so much you can do. You can't say, Lamar, we're going to bench you if you don't get vaccinated. You're not going to hurt your own football. You could say that, but
0: it wouldn't be very no, you, wise.
1: No, you wouldn't do that in a million years. I'm you saying like, never... you have
0: the capacity to say that, but it would be stupid.
1: No, they would never. It's it's pointless to have this semantic argument. It's something that would never occur. We're, we already in
0: agreed. There's only years. one weight class Thank in you, all of our. Thank you. Appreciate wrestling. that. We've already we've already
1: established that. It would something that would never occur. You can be as angry as you want to be, but it's not going to do anything. At the end of the day, you're just hoping. That you can compel him to make the right decision. If not, you're in a different place with the most important player on your football team by far, by a billion. It's a real awkward situation, and it's not, obviously, it's not just the Ravens that are dealing with something like this. There's plenty of, we learned the Vikings quarterbacks yep. are struggling with it. There's other teams that I'm sure have quarterback Ryan Tannehill reluctantly was was went and got vaccinated and, and grandstanded about his frustration about how he had to get vaccinated because of the NFL's rules.
0: I'm not sure that frustration yeah. affects the G- efficacy of the vaccine. I'm you know? pretty sure it still works.
1: Yeah. Pretty sure. Well, I mean, it works to the extent Correct. that it, that it's supposed to work. Um, I, I hope that Lamar Jackson reluctantly gets vaccinated at some point. I hope he gets super pissed off about getting vaccinated at some point uh, because I would like to have Lamar Jackson on the football field this season and not run the risk of him not being out there. So that's that's that. I don't really have anything more to... It's not a topic that I particularly enjoy talking about. It's not something that...
0: Uh, he stokes the fire when he does stuff like that, though.
1: Un- unquestionable. Unquestionable. Like, that, it, it certainly got people whipped up into a frenzy yesterday um, seeing that uh, Lamar Jackson was tweeting anti-vaccination
0: stuff. Or love to hear the conversation that uh, preceded his deletion of the... <laughs> The post.
1: Yeah, I mean like who who right. reached out to him who was like, dude, what is it worth it? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that all played out.
3: <sighs>
1: but there's that. There is that. That's that's what's going on in the world today. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday on Glenn Clark Radio. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you today by Window Nation. 50% off all styles of windows, plus no money down, no payments, no interest for two full years. 866 90 Nation or visit window nation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you window nation, the perfect fit. I, um, I've i got three scenarios up for you at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Get your responses in at Glenn Clark Radio, as I said, right now, and we will. Talk about them, discuss them throughout the course of the morning. The scenarios: Numero uno, would you rather the Ravens, speaking of the conversation we just had, the Ravens are without Lamar Jackson for four games this season, or they're without Ronnie Stanley for the entire year? Number two, would you rather? You have to bet $1,000 on the Orioles winning a World Series in the next 10 years or the same odds and the same amount on the United States men's national team winning a World Cup in the next 40. If you understand math, it's the next 10 World Series and the next 10 World Cups. That's the reason for the discrepancy in the numbers. Maybe it is. It is. You, we we don't have to. We don't have to have the debate on this one. Maybe that's that's just simple math. Pandemic could delay ten when the World, world a couple years. That's fine. You're right. They still like the world. The Olympics were um, were delayed a year. Mm-hmm. They still are going to do ten in forty years. It's still the way know the math. What the is. world they didn't, looks like in forty years. They didn't bump back the next one as well. Good point. It <laughs> could be nothing but pandemics the rest of our lives. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> thought this one was over. All of a sudden, I'm like, well, maybe I'm not going to see Willie Nelson in September. I'm starting to get worried about these things. I'm absolutely starting to worry about it. Totally. I had a moment. I, like I. Delta I, Plus circulating? Yeah, Delta Plus, which is a terrible streaming service. Um, I've got, I've got. I'm going down to DC for the tennis tournament mm-hmm. this week, and I like had to remember where my masks were. Well, the outdoor event, yeah, but there are DC parts. Has, there are parts
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. of. I know DC mandated masks indoors. Yes,
1: and yeah. so like I, it, there's. You I want to go to the bathroom. Correct. Yeah. All of these things. Or just I, hold it. I, I, that's a good idea too. Yeah. <laughs> that's also an idea that I, I could maybe just <laughs> hold it while I'm down in DC for the tennis tournament this week sucks man <laughs> i'm like oh damn it i think i i'm I, honest to god did not know where my masks were thankfully we still have a few left over here that i could grab from if necessary although i'm pretty sure they're the ones that aren't effective the gators <laughs> yeah but whatever gotta wear masks what it is i am starting to worry about all the plans that i had for the next few months my wife and i were just talking the other day about we uh we didn't really get to do a family i've always been big on family christmas adventures we went to um we went to uh, uh, the big uh, Christmas light show at Nationals Park a couple years ago, and we went. They did a thing down at the National Harbor where they created like a Hooville
0: made out of ice. Gotta love Hooville.
2: We like, went and did that. It's not like, the
0: same without the Grinch, though. Well, the Grinch was there. The Grinch was in Hooville. So what was the yeah. what was the, the vibe like?
1: No, it was it was awkward. <laughs> like, let's not. <laughs> but remember the, Vin- the Grinch came around. <laughs> this is post <laughs> three times of, as spo- big. Spoiler alert: yeah. <laughs> the Grinch. The Grinch ended up fair coming any, and joining the crew n- in, in, in Whoville as, it, as the whole thing ended. So we've done things like that, and somebody, I was like, oh, man, we're really excited about it. We booked our tickets for the Polar Express again this year to take the kids on the train. And uh, very excited about all those things, and I'm starting to get nervous again. Starting to get a little apprehensive about yeah. all of that yep. stuff. Yep, yep, Fun times indeed. All right, uh, number three, would you rather? Uh, you have to pay off a fantasy football bet from last year. You finished yeah. in last place. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. I'm, s- I'm sorry to let you know. You did. Uh, they did uh, new math, and they went back and they figured it out. Impossible. You, you lost. You lost. I'm sure you're familiar with the uh, the story of the airplane uh, from this week, the Frontier yeah, flight.
0: He's probably going to win a lawsuit, which is the annoying part. I, I don't know how that's going to go. I, I you don't... Know, his parents are worth $2 million. I heard. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, which in today's <laughs> day by the way, like inflation. What is it, it a, like making a lot thousand? about how
1: embarrassing that is. The guy was just hammered drunk. Like, like let's not try to but over... You, wouldn't you embellish it a little? When you're hammered drunk, you just... You say random ass things... Like, let's not pretend, I'm not trying to really defend the guy, because obviously he's he's a piece of s, right? Like, I'm not, I want to make that very clear, I'm not team drunk guy on the plane, but we're pretending, we're overanalyzing what he said, and forgetting that when you're drunk, you just say random S. What are the odds
0: he already embellished it and his parents are just like Oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> correct. I mean, he's flying Frontier You know what I mean? like I don't even the, know what Frontier is You,
1: you wouldn't. You, hopefully you never will. Like, Hopefully it's not a way that you're going to have to fly at any point um, You yeah. in this scenario uh-huh. you would have to voluntarily be duct taped to a seat mm-hmm. for the entirety of a cross country flight and you can't
0: fall asleep Can I wear a shirt? Why wouldn't you wear a shirt? It would just hurt more to have duct tape. Yes, removed. it would.
1: Correct. I believe this gentleman was wearing a shirt. He would wear a shirt, but you are duct taped to your seat for mm-hmm. the entirety of a cross country flight.
0: It wasn't. It looked more like masking tape to me. But well, that's. I, story. I didn't pay that close of attention. It wasn't. It was a like clear tape. It wasn't duct tape. I mean, look. That's just. Just stop. Just stuff stop. that I'm interested. Just in, you know? stop. For mm. God's sakes, just stop. Are or, we to assume the type tape, tape stays on my mouth, or because he he managed to wrestle free of the the restraints on his on his mouth.
1: Uh I did not no it's all it's, it's all stand. Correct. It's all stand. Okay. You are du- if it doesn't then you got to do it again.
0: Well, well, who said that?
1: That that's the rule. That's the, you have to pay off your bet. And the bet is you have to be completely duct taped to the seat for the entirety of a cross-country flight. If you fall asleep, you got to do it again. You you have to I'm telling you there's not you have to be completely awake duct taped to your seat for the entirety of a cross-country flight. That's the way that it goes. Who's paying for the
0: flight? Or, what's that? Who's paying for the flight? Probably you. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, probably. You were the one that lost. Dude, you shouldn't have lost fantasy football, Chief. Oh, you shouldn't yeah. have lost. Seems a little
1: extreme. Hey, bro, it's your choice. You just don't lose. That's what I always get from you. Yeah. I'm just not going to lose. Over the record. Pretty Sorry. good success rate.
0: Um but I do fear the baseball season this year. It's I'm not it's not looking great for you. I haven't gone through the numbers, but I know that a couple of times... Uh,
1: what about the shrimp cinnamon toast crunch thing? How are you feeling about well, that? Well, with
0: Carson Wentz out, not as yeah, good. Not feeling
1: so great there, huh? Who knows? What was the number again? 850? Yeah. Can we confirm that? Yeah. Did we write it down somewhere?
0: Look, that's what it was.
1: You're just saying that. Now I, I make sure that, that was what the number what was. It
0: was. Right. I wouldn't forget something that had made me have to eat milk and shrimp together. It's not so great. Um uh, or, and this is from
1: some YouTube person that i'm not i don't know anything about her so i'm not i'm not going to try to give you the backstory uh the other scenarios you have to allow yourself to be baby birded three bites of sandwich who's feeding it not your significant other one of the other people in the fantasy football league they get to choose it's really weird they yeah, point, they want to do that. Yeah, it's always well. I mean, it's no sweat. Up. Why, why? would they care? <laughs> right? Like they're not the, the one doing it. Oh, it's not gonna bother me. I'm I'm chewing the food. Doesn't doesn't matter to me what happens after that point. Does not matter whatsoever. All right. So those are your three scenarios for Would You Rather Wednesday. Um, we're gonna do. We need to take a break
0: we, what's we the could if we wanted to
1: and we'll sit on these and then discuss them I mean, later if you want to
0: answer them we could probably do that and then take a break
1: alright do the Lamar one Lamar uh, without Lamar for four games or without Ronnie Stanley the entire season um Jack you can answer this too Turn turn Jack's mic on
0: probably without Lamar for four games ok thought I mean I just don't think they have the tackle depth wow look at you Jack the tackle depth to live through that Realistically, Um, I get it. The offensive line and Lamar Jackson offense is somewhat (sighs) neutralized as far as concerns about depth or quality. But he's not Superman, even though he's close, right? Like that said, they they really need Ronnie Stanley. They just do. Mm -mm. I mean, I'm saying they don't need Ronnie Ronnie Stanley Stanley out of the equation. You're looking at an offensive line that has no standouts.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, look, that's, that's fine.
0: Just, uh, I like you have guys that are good. Yes, you have guys that you feel comfortable with. But I, I all right, well,
1: well, go ahead, go ahead, Jack, your answer.
4: Um. I don't know. It's tough because if you if you th- if you you take Lamar off of four games, they're probably losing all four of those games.
1: Yeah, the notion, I got to a couple of people that said, I think they can win some uh, two games without Lamar. I'm like, how?
2: In what no. world
1: are you winning two games without Lamar? No offense to Tyler Huntley or Trace McSorley, whoever ends up being this team's backup quarterback. It'd be one thing if you had like signed an actual quarterback that could back up Lamar at some point, but these dudes ain't winning games. These are not guys that are winning NFL football games. Yeah.
4: No, I think I'll take Ronnie Stanley out for the year.
1: It's it sucks. I probably agree with you, yeah. right? You like, can work
4: with the offensive line and it's, try and piece it's, together something. Correct. Like, it's not going to be pleasant,
1: but like, I I trust Alejandro Villanueva more at left tackle than I do at right tackle. I'm not saying that I trust him in in any capacity. Um, I have seen the Ravens pull this off in the past where they were able to survive in circumstances they survived with Michael or playing left tackle for some time when he was clearly not an NFL left tackle and that was when they weren't doing this system I I have seen the Ravens pull this off the notion of these guys winning gate for this to me is four losses four guaranteed losses and then you have to hope for the best in your other 13 games and I don't see you going 13 and 0 in the other 13 games, and now this easily becomes what dooms you from making the playoffs. This, this to me is very quick. I think you are more capable of surviving. I get it; it's not in a particularly impressive offensive line group that you're running out there, but I do think you're more capable of surviving it than you are surviving an 0-4 stretch when you don't have your quarterback. And I'm, I'm complete. I just don't see any way that you are beating. I, short of the other team that you're playing also has to line up a Tyler Huntley as their quarterback, right? Like well, you just playing the Colts. Uh, they are playing a game against the Colts, but we don't know if that's going to be when they have Carson Wentz or not. We have no idea if that's how that's going to play out because they said it could be anywhere from five to 12 weeks, which is such a bizarre timeline. Plus, Philip Rivers might come back. We now know. is, that a, is actually sort of, but he flirted with the idea that he would come back after the high school. He's a high school football coach. He said, maybe when the high school season's over, I'll come back and play for someone. So like November. It's a really weird bit, right? Like, what a super weird bit that is, which I guess means he's trying to say, like, I'm definitely not coming back, but he kind of left it open that, like, if somebody gets their their own quarterback gets hurt and they're desperate when high school football season is over, they could give him a call and maybe he'll come in and pinch hit for a little while. Yeah, I, don't think that's gonna happen. I, I don't think that a team would be looking to do that. Yes, that's the only scenario where I could see them winning a game without Lamar is if for some reason they face the Steelers team and the Steelers have to play... Dwayne Haskins is their quarterback I mean, or, or something there's a along those situation the Ravens
0: defense is really really good.
1: That's all well and good. I still don't I still don't
0: think you're beating an NFL team. Didn't they beat the Reds with the, the Washington team with Robert Griffin. Did What's that, that, happen? that? Didn't did RG3 they almost beat the Steelers with RG3, right? Mm, they, they were competitive, yes,
1: right. but it was kind of fluky that they were competitive. Remember Trace McSorley came in at the end and mm-hmm. got a fluke touchdown in order to make it look like no, it was it was real. It was very fluky. They weren't really all that they they were their defense was good, but they didn't do a thing offensively during the course of the game. You. Like then, I just there's no world to me in which you're winning games with the, those guys as your quarterback. I mean, maybe Tyler Huntley is drastically better than I realize he is, but I just don't see it. I'll get to your responses throughout the course of the morning. Continue to get me yours at Glen Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash Glen Clark Radio. Again, somebody who participates is going to win a twenty-five dollar gift card to Glory Days Grill. Where there's still time. To get your kid a gold medal as the games go on, stop by your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Every child who dines at one of their restaurants during the Tokyo Games will receive a gold medal. Find out more at glorydaysgrill.com. All right, when we come back in, we're going to chat with Drew Forrester. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the, from the PressBox
0: Studios. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate fan experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. We take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100 foot media wall, 47 foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in venue gaming, bowling, and more. The perfect destination for sports enthusiasts and fun seekers. We're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Book your table now at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com. Here it
5: out! For the first time, the PGA Tours FedEx Cup playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit bmwchampionship.com today. Hey everybody, this is Chris Ruling at Great H Memorabilia. The Maryland State Fair is right around the corner and we're going to be taking over with the largest Baltimore football signing in over three years. The Purple Takeover is coming to its millennial fairgrounds for the massive Maryland State Fair from August 26th through Labor Day Monday. You'll have the chance to meet Pro Bowl tackle Ronnie Stanley, Hollywood Brown, first round pick Odafe O.A., Big Country Bank Cleveland, Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, and many, many more from your football team. Tickets are available at GreatHMemorabilia.com. It's great, the number 8s, memorabilia.com. And remember, as always, be great. The journey
6: begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand carefully sorted bagged shipped and finally roasted and the journey ends as your cup of rich flavorful royal farms coffee the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal farms
1: Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands, while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit, and after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Nation, the perfect fit.
0: The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Thomas Kenzora profiles University of Maryland quarterback Talia Tongavailoa and his chance to deliver the Terps to Big Ten prominence this year. Also inside, Bo Smolka breaks down the Ravens' offensive line, a look at Coppin State's Olympic connection, and much more. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps, at Pressboxonline.com URL. You are listening to Glenn Clark
5: Radio at Glenclaradio.com.
1: Paul from Ovilando says, I'll say without Ronnie, you can use a tight end or a fullback to help out the left tackle if need be, but no replacing an MVP like Lamar. From Dave, Dave says, Glenn, I'm going to attempt to kyle it up would the Ravens be able to trade for a left tackle instead? No, Dave. It's, of course, against the spirit of the game. Um, the idea is that uh, going into the season, you don't know how long Ronnie Stanley is going to be out for, and you don't know until after the trade deadline that it's going to be the entirety of the season. It's more retroactive than it is proactive, that scenario. No, you don't get to trade for a left tackle in this scenario. You have to get by with what you have. That's the way the game works. Continue to get me your responses for Would You Rather Wednesday at Glen Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Glen Clark Radio as well. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. We good? Good morning, Bruce Forrester. How are you, sir? Hello. Hello? Hello. Hello. Yes. Are you there? Yes, sir. What's going on in your world? What's happening? Just uh up here in beautiful Pittsburgh. What the hell are you doing in that cesspool?
3: Oh, there's a baseball team up here.
1: Is there though? <laughs> hey.
3: I, I I wanted to come to the one city where the team is actually worse than ours.
1: It might be. That's totally possible. What, I
3: don't you're... even know their record, but I think they're worse than. Yours. I
1: saw you were at a, an amusement park of sorts. Oh, Ethan
3: said they have forty wins. Oh, good for he, them. I don't. Good, good I don't think him. he knows that good for sure. For um. Well, well, well Ethan yeah. knows a lot about. It's funny. Ethan comes into me all the time. He's like, Dad. He calls him Lopey. Lopey's got a no hitter going. Now, like he, right. he follows, he follows the Orioles more than I do. Yeah, he's, he definitely follows them more than I do. That's that's.
1: Yeah. I'm I, Drew, I'm telling you, I have watched since June maybe two total innings of Orioles baseball. Maybe,
3: maybe. Well, they're, they're 38 and 68. Yeah, well, I mean, that's
1: Rich. frankly better than I thought they were going to be a couple weeks ago. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, I, and I wrote I wrote about this this morning. If they get 17 more wins, if they finish the season, if they get 17 more wins, they're going to finish with 55 wins, which sounds awful, right? But they're going to win 55 games having lost 14 in a row. Uh, it, seems, like
1: it seems impossible. It seems impossible. Right. That the I mean, I think it. they're
3: going to end the season with at least 55 wins. And mixed in that will be a 14-game losing streak. But it, and
1: this is the frustrating – and I talked about this at the top of the show. It doesn't help anyone. like, this is the the frustrating part to me. And I'm not watching the games, and, and I know that people still get excited because baseball's on and they're into baseball. And the, God bless them. Um, there's it, nothing – winning games right now does not benefit them in any way. It doesn't help. How I, I, It doesn't
3: – Yeah, I'm not sure I ever subscribe to that. But I, I, I will say, though, it's a little bit like what we just saw with the national team, right? Like – Win or lose in this in this most recent Gold Cup, the the most important thing was to see, and most of these teams didn't have their A lineup, but it was close. We didn't, but most of the other teams did. Uh, maybe Costa Rica didn't, and they were out early. But other than that, you just wanted to see what players did, like under the gun, you know, when they were given a chance. And so I would, you know, I think it's more important that we see what Mountcastle does than they win sixty games. But I do think it's important for the development of players that when he comes up in the bottom of the eighth inning and there's a runner on second and third and they're down by a run and he knocks two guys in and they win, I think that's way it's better like, than him striking out. That's,
2: okay,
1: that's a really unique, specific circumstance that hasn't sure. played out. It's, it's, those,
3: those are the only guys. Yes, Mountcastle, Hayes, Mullins, those three guys, and even Mancini for the short term, Those are the only four guys on the team right now that matter.
1: Wrong. For the most part, I it's don't disagree really with that. It's it's a particularly bitter pill to swallow to watch Matt Harvey succeed right now, which is the least it's helpful pretty thing. Pretty funny though, right? I mean, it's he so couldn't get
3: anyone out in May.
1: Right, right, correct. And now, now he's uh, you know he, he can't you can't give up a run, and it's it's a bitter pill to swallow because it helps nothing. There is you benefit in zero ways right now from Matt Harvey being a good pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles. It okay, is. Now-
3: I, I get it, but I still, I still, and this might just be the coach in me. I, I still think it's better than losing.
1: Well, I mean, you can for the people that are involved. Of course, it's better than losing. What yeah. tangible thing? And what way does it benefit the Baltimore Orioles that Matt Harvey is successful?
3: Just because it's better than losing.
1: Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that's not a tangible thing. That's, that's just. That's, a, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. But it I,
3: I think to see these guys, to see these, to see these players, to see Mountcastle and um, Hayes and Mullins, to me is akin to seeing like what Matt Hoppy did in the in the gold cup. Well, okay, but, but, but you know, he may not be around, he may not make the team in 2022, but what he just did in the gold sure. cup has definitely moved him into a position where he'll def he'll get a very very strong look for 26 and could be this gold cup could be the catalyst for that.
2: No, but
1: the other thing too is that winning the gold cup isn't nothing. You know like this the, the, winning the gold cup is a trophy like they There's give also you no, I know, they're not. I I understand anyone
3: it who follows soccer I'm not trying to compare
1: it route. to the euro I'm not trying to compare it to right. the, the it's not those things I understand that There's also it, no downside of winning Yes you know? correct it doesn't it doesn't mean that they're going to get a worse player the next time around right, right. it does right, it's right, not going to cost them something they're winning
3: Well the one downside to and I, and I don't I'm trying to think of who if any player fits this for the us and i and off the top of my head they don't but it would be if zardis would have scored four or five goals in this thing and they would have been really forced to almost give him time that could be a downside Uh, to them uh, uh, but i know what uh, you're saying it's different to baseball. Yeah, I would agree with
1: that. It's drastic. You know what, though? I am making a comparison. Drew Forrester is with us, and it happens to be Would You Rather Wednesday. Uh, my number two uh, for Would You Rather Wednesday is a direct Orioles uh, soccer comparison, so I'll let you have it. Would you rather you have to bet $1,000 on the Orioles winning a World Series in the next 10 years or, same odds, you have to bet $1,000 on the U.S. winning a World Cup in the next 40 years?
3: Oh. So ten versus ten.
1: Correct. That was the reason for them. And look, even Drew Forrester can understand that math. He's a little more optimistic. Well, I, I did guess, go to Glen Bernie. Right?
3: Yeah, correct. Yeah, they taught I mean, you. They, we, taught, we, you. We they teach, taught you.
1: They taught you something we, when you weren't underneath uh, we, the bleachers smoking weed.
3: We, right. We did teach math there. You yeah, know. Um, t- 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 who? Who's we? By the way. <laughs> um, which of those would I bet a th- thousand of my money or your money? No, a
1: thousand of your own money. A thousand of Ethan's money at this point, because you're probably well, going to be gone any moment now.
3: I. I will. I wouldn't bet a thousand on either of those um, in the next 10 years or in the next 40. So in the next 10 World Cups
1: or the next 10 World Series.
3: So really, it's the next seven World Series.
1: No, I mean, it, what you're saying is because there's no chance
0: of the Orioles. But I yeah.
1: think it's pretty similar. I don't think there's any chance.
3: Right, right, right.
1: I, 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 I think fair, the math the works Cup out pretty well. The players
0: the U.S. have right now, the young guys, might suggest that the next three might be their best chance, right? No.
3: Well, I would stop. agree with that. I, I, I think – Stop.
0: They're not no. winning the World Cup in the next three. They, but I'm saying the best I, chance. I, wouldn't,
3: I would say that of the next three, the one that they play in this country, they would have a decided advantage in that one specifically.
1: God, God bless. It ain't to win the World Cup.
3: They're yeah. they're not they're
1: not anywhere close to that. Right? I mean, like,
3: uh, well, you you're saying that, and you don't even know he's gonna be on the team. In that's 2020. fine. And neither do I. By the way,
1: yeah, I mean, No nobody does. It doesn't. as a program, they're
3: not there. Well, the answer, by the way, to this is the is the U.S. Soccer because the Warriors. The Orioles aren't winning the World Series. The Orioles haven't even been to one since 1983. What makes you think they're going anytime soon? I don't.
1: I don't. By the way, I don't inherently disagree with you. I would probably have to bet U.S. soccer of those two just because you're buying yourself more time for things to right. drastically maybe change. Maybe the other
3: countries drop out or something. Correct.
1: Right. Like maybe there's some they biz- all, Or maybe or, they
3: all get COVID. Or,
1: or there's a yeah. Right. Or there's a world where they all boycott the U.S. and right. it's it's the U.S. and like the U.S. Virgin Islands competing in the World Cup and technically they get to call themselves World Cup champions. Something right, along right, those right, lines. Right. You're just I, it could be
3: six of them together or
1: something. I'm literally betting it just to buy myself time because there's right. there's no way that you see either of these things unfolding in the next in the next 10 competitions. So I'm probably with you on that. So, so then you know,
3: but I would say that and I think the US women are a really good example of this. Um teams and the and I'm not trying to take anything away from the teams. I'm not trying to take anything away from Sweden who beat them and Australia played them pretty even and Canada although Canada didn't really play all that well the other day they defended well they didn't really play all that well but teams get better kind of quick and i'm not necessarily comparing women women's soccer to men's soccer yeah but it, it just teams get better quick and teams fall off I, Quickly. But
1: awesome. Italy just won the Euro after they missed the World Cup. I mean, right. like, let's. Like, I completely understand that. I
3: mean, for all of the talk about the U.S. missing the World Cup most recently, so did, so did Italy. Italy. And so did England. It, right. World to go. Right. Correct.
1: I yeah. mean, it's it, these things occur. I understand that. Right. It's just still, you're still monumentally far away. It, it, the, I was talking about this with Grant Wall the other day. Like, this, I, I absolutely believe that this could be as encouraged as you've ever been in the United States men's soccer program. Like, I I 100% believe that the bar could be, this is the most promising, most encouraging you've ever felt about the program. But what you're really saying is, the bar is so insanely low for that, it doesn't take much for that to be the standard that you feel right now.
3: Okay, but I do think that people who follow soccer... I'm not, and I'm not saying you don't, because I know you do. But I, I think people who really follow it do judge this the, the team against others of their ilk, and they don't just say it's kind of like Martinique. They have to be better this year than than last year. They they just have to be mm. like they can't they can't be worse. When you
1: say that and, like you say that
3: right? <laughs> but I think we I think that this is the most promising. Without question, I think, and, and certainly in my 40 years of really following it, this is the most promising that the U.S. has ever been. We still haven't really seen them with the full team, that the current full team, uh, because McKenney was out uh, the last time in the and didn't play in the Nations League, all of it. Pulisic has been in and out because of how much, you know, how volatile the market's been over there in Europe, and he's played and then didn't play and um, – I, I think it's the most most encouraging time we've ever seen with them i i i just i think they if they get the right draw in this 2022 depends on what they do obviously in the qualifier but i think if they get the right draw in 2022 they they could be somewhat dangerous i'm not saying they're going to win it but i no. i would be really surprised and i'm saying this again not knowing anything about the draw because that really does matter i know they've obviously they've added 16 teams i don't know anything about the draw but i'm I would say it would really be a surprise to me if they didn't advance and not knowing who they would play, but still, I think there's a really good chance they can win a game in the knockout. Stage.
1: I have no problem. They've done but it. They've won a game in the knockout, knockout. Stage right, but they
3: did that in an almost, I wouldn't say fluky kind of way, but that team was, it, maybe it was a fluke. I think this team's capable of playing really good soccer. The one thing that they still need, and they have needed this for my entire life, which is, Really bizarre that in 40 years we've never been able to find one of these guys. Well, the Ravens they can't find need, wide
1: receivers either. So yeah.
3: right, yeah. right. They it is like that. They need someone or two up front who, when they get three chances a game, scores.
0: But how much confidence do you have that, like this iteration of the U.S. men's national team with Pulisic and the guys who were actually playing overseas? aren't a flash in the pan and that it is an actual like progression of the overall federation and their talent development.
3: Well, I think when you watch them, you, I mean, that's how you develop an opinion on them, right? Like when you watch Piličić, you, you know, he is a, he's a special player and I'm not saying that just because he's a Chelsea, but Chelsea doesn't sign sure flashes in the pan. I mean, especially American flashes in
0: the pan. But you, they I, might,
3: I'm not they talking... might sign an English flash in the pan, but, They're never taking a gamble on an American kid unless he's rock solid. Um, But I don't even, I I mean, I'm almost not dismissing him because he's going to be the captain of the team for the next three World Cups probably. I think that the the guys that you watch now who you can see, maybe not this time around, but in the future, that you can see who are going to be really, really, potentially be really legitimate players at the international level are – those kids that you saw the other night, Sands and Vines and Williamson and, um, uh, well, he didn't play the other night. but Yule, I mean, you're seeing a lot of kids now that are 18, 19, 20 years old, um, the Giacchini or whatever his name is, uh, the kid from North Carolina. You're seeing a lot of these kids that you can that you know are going to be legitimate players in three or four years. Now, where they wind up going to play internationally, I have no idea. But those kids are not gonna play in the MLS. I mean, that's for sure. Sure. They're gonna they're gonna play at a much higher level than that. And it really just depends on how quickly they can get into a team somewhere. Same thing with Turner, right? I mean, he this if nothing else, his play in the Gold Cup just got the MLS a gazillion dollars because someone's gonna take it.
1: No, for sure. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree so, with that.
3: I I think, you know, when you watch the, what they what just un, unfolded this past weekend. And, and even just throughout the tournament and you see the kids that really stood out. I mean, Acosta was a massive standout, Yes, but he he's probably not even going to play in this world cup and he'll play. I mean, he'll get minutes, but he's not going to start. Um, and yet he was probably their best field player, other than Miles Robinson throughout the thing. Right. So you take that level of kid and, um, Ariola had his moments. He was decent. He fought hard. His touch is just so yeah, bad. Yeah, it is rough. But but again, he in in the last two games, he acquitted himself pretty well. But he well he said, other
1: again, than other than his attempts at finishing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but
3: oh, I'm just saying overall, he worked hard. Yes, yeah, he, so he
1: did hard, work hard. hard. I don't disagree with that.
3: He, he didn't let he didn't let. I mean, the one chance that obviously he missed, which could have been catastrophic, he didn't let that crush him. He just. Put his head down and kept on playing hard, and but he's not going to play in 2022. He's just a he's a space holder right now. Yeah. So other than I,
0: cynicism, I, what's like what is making you guys so confident that the Orioles are the bad bit? Other than the fact that you know that three out of the ten are like, probably because of the division.
3: Probably because of the division they is, play. Is
0: it is, a, is, a, is a little bit to do with that? It's just because of how monumentally difficult it is to to compete this way. It's 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 almost impossible to do this. And well, we've seen it happen, but you, you're saying more now that the playing field has been leveled and other teams are trying to do you, you similar things. You haven't really seen someone else do
2: it. you you're, the, you're Astros comparing, the Astros, did Astros didn't play
1: it. in
0: the AL East, so then that's that's then it's the division. We've never, saying. it's it's it's
1: both. You can win the World Series being in the AL East to win to both do this and try to do it against the AL East is. Is unthought it's unthinkable to try to do it that well, the way. The Orioles and
0: have won the AL East before, right?
1: It, 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 in, in they won one. They won the AL East okay. one. They've made time. the
0: playoffs three times, right? Like they they got in the dance with They had zero chance of winning anything in two thousand sixteen well, and two thousand twelve. Yes. Well this yeah. is of course you need to have real players in any context where you're talking about them winning the World Series. If this is not gonna produce real
2: players, they've had one the they had
1: one opportunity in our lifetime. And that's not true. In my lifetime, well they won a World Series technically in my lifetime, but I was a month old, so it's it's a bad context. They had, in my lifetime, two teams that genuinely had a chance. 96 in 2014. 96 was not a particularly good time. 97 was a— 97 and
3: 2014. Correct.
1: 97 and 2014, they absolutely had a chance to win a World Series. Those teams were good enough to have a chance to win a World Series. The health thing was the story in 2014. If they had had their players, they might well have won a World Series in 2014. Who knows? But that's the best scenario ever the greatest scenario you could ever ask for, having all of the players, having all of the teams that you're competing against all have down years at the exact same time. And not and, be cursed. And correct, yes, all of those things. We're and, clearly cursed. And still, injuries reminded you how difficult this thing is to do. It's so unlikely to
3: me that there's just no world. Um, they they would, I think there's a really good argument, and I'm just saying this to, it's a two-minute time killer because it would never happen. I think there's a really good argument, and I hate to say this because it would involve us. I think there's a really good argument. Baseball should contract to 24 teams. Jesus. <laughs> okay. The, I mean, the, the divisional the realignment probably teams, is. A... The bottom feeder teams are horrendous. But the, but
1: I I don't know I don't know why you're gonna have to make that argument for me. How does that help baseball?
3: Because you're gonna spread the other. You're gonna spread. But the, 28 but, other decent players around. But that's what, you're
1: you're you're basing it and on the notion of these
3: terrible
0: teams.
1: Well, right. But you're basing on the notion of that being what matters. They they want to be in more markets because yeah, they
0: 40 teams. the union Correct. would never, ever, Correct. ever, Correct. ever, yeah, ever. I know. Ever, I'm just yeah. saying,
3: like, that the, these teams that are terrible year after year after year. And it pains me to say because we're one of them. Like, it's just dreadful.
1: Oh, man, I hear I, you. I hear you. It, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, we
3: did. We did jump up and snag him, though in 2014. It did so we happen. That
1: that was a thing that was real. that actually going. occurred. All right, he's. Briefed. I'm
3: not. Hey, look, the Orioles are going to get the Orioles are going to get really good again once Adam Jones is the manager.
1: That's that's going to be the moment.
3: That's my. Okay. I'm sticking with that. When Adam, you want a you want a Twitter quote uh, there, yeah. uh, Kevin? There it is for you. Um, when Adam Jones is the manager of the Orioles. This town will be on All fire for right, baseball.
1: There you though. go. That's that's what Drew Forrester has to offer this morning. I'm serious, Drew, by the way,
3: about Jones being the manager. Well, Adam Jones fine. should be the manager of the Orioles someday. Well,
1: I'm okay. I mean, if he wants to be, I'm not going to be opposed to it. Like, I, think I have, he
3: definitely want to do it. I, I
1: I have no idea if he wants to do
3: it or not. I couldn't oh, tell you. I think you. He's, he's talked before about wanting to manage. I mean, I, I don't know that – I mean, I think he even said, like, uh, you know, Baltimore is my second home. I, I think he would love to manage, and I think he would love to be in Baltimore.
1: Um, we'll see. It's it's a real job, though. I think a lot of guys like don't realize how real of a job it is until you I'm actually. I'm
3: starting that, by the way. Source, source tells Glenn Clark and I. You want you want this to become a thing? <laughs> you want to make it a thing?
1: Um, Drew Forrester is with us, DrewsMorningDish.com. Today's show is also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Uh, Brian Powell wants to know your thoughts on American players staying in MLS versus going to Europe. Um apparently there was some Twitter hullabaloo because Loch and Fora said something about they all have to go overseas, none of them can play in the MLS and and then it, everybody was trying to dunk on him. Is that really that controversial this, because of Because this because this team was made up of MLS players.
3: Um I I don't know that I'd necessarily subscribe to it, and I'm not saying that just to fight with Locke and Fora. I, I I find his soccer views to be kind of wonky but i but i get it like he loves the sport and he follows it and but i we we don't clash meaning like i don't fight with him on right. social media about right. it but we definitely contrast when it comes to our views on soccer and I'll, so i'm not saying this to contrast with him i don't but i don't know that i believe that i think mls has become as is is mls is good soccer and on the occasions when the top teams are playing it, it's actually very good soccer and i also think at some point they have to they have to strive to keep the best american players here for the league to grow
1: right I mean, but that's I, not... I, I,
3: there is a train of thought that says you know you can keep bringing and i'm not saying he's coming over here in the next 6 months but you can keep bringing over harry kane and messi and you can bring all those guys over to sell tickets all you want right but they're all coming over here when they're 36 years old just to make a gazillion dollars Correct. and live in a nice place in Marina del Rey or somewhere Correct. like Yes, yeah, so they're they're not really coming here to grow the league. They couldn't care less. David Beckham didn't really care all that much about whether or not the league got better. He he wanted to invest in the no, league so and make money. I yeah. I I think for the league to get better they do need to to get to keep some of these kids in their in the height of their uh Stardom, and I do understand the dichotomy between. And let's just use Pulisic as an example. I do understand the dichotomy between Pulisic playing here right now at his peak, and how that impacts his ability to get better. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't know what that is. Sounds like mm-hmm. the good humor man. Isn't that um,
0: sort of the point, though? Right, like it's not yeah, about yeah, yeah, the that MLS the getting better, I mean, right? That, like it's that's kind of you have to kind of acknowledge that the MLS might be a casualty of this, but you're talking about the situation where the national team gets better
3: that is the point I mean I, and I, I can reflect on it from a personal standpoint and I've said this before the indoor soccer league the when the MI when the MISL went out of business and I think it was technically called the MSL but when the MISL went out of business and after the 92 season and we moved into the NPSL the the best teams and speaking of contracting the best teams from the MSL except San Diego went into the MPSL, and we immediately elevated the level of play. The level of play in the MPSL versus what it was the year before went up dramatically, and it's no surprise that the incumbent teams, the Cantons and the Daytons and those teams, all kind of stunk, and the teams that came in from the MISL were all really, really good. Um, And three years later, when MLS came in and – took all of the players from our league, the best players from our league. That was the beginning of the end for the league. So it, players, players do matter. You, 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 know, you, as a league, you need the best players. That's what MLS did. Not that indoor soccer players necessarily were the best players, but we had 30 or 40 really high quality players at that time. They just happened to play indoor and MLS took them, but I- and that's, that, that's, you know, players matter. And I think for MLS now, I think they I think it would behoove them to shell out big money for Pulisic and put him in whatever and I don't even know this and Glenn, you may I don't yeah. I don't even know what the best soccer market is in our country anymore. But
1: no, Portland's yeah. not, not the best one, but it's a good one. Um, but if you
3: put Pulisic in a high, you know, Se-
1: Seattle has been, I was going to say, uh, it yep. seems
3: natural that you would put him in LA or Seattle or New York, right? right. Like that's where you would put right. it. But if you did that, the question becomes, what does that do for his progress? Correct. Against mm-hmm. what does it do for the league's progress? And as much as you and I know, who Pulisic is and as much as you and I know he right now probably stands to be the best American player we've ever produced as it is now I would say he is yes I also don't know and I and I'm saying I don't know because I I don't I don't know how many kids in pipeline or Baltimore Union or Celtic or whichever one of these big fancy club clubs is now the best one in Baltimore I don't know how many of those kids are wearing his jersey. I, I, and i don't know I'm absolutely. it's, I'm a, it's like, a fair
1: question right in comparison to how many of them would wear a messy jersey or how
0: many of them would wear well, a,
3: well right a, but I mean, how many of
0: them are even owned mls jerseys in the first place right like would it, i don't think it would make it i think that the best soccer the MLS, is still the best soccer it doesn't like that right. seems to it, sort of be the constant uh, here uh, that, hang, hang on there's but two different you're things. The
3: mls if you're if you're running mls and you fly into baltimore one weekend to watch I don't even know if this happens, but I'm just saying if you flew into Baltimore to watch Pipeline play right. Celtic right. and there were 400 parents standing around and these this tournament was going on and none of the kids were wearing Pulisic jerseys and you were MLS, you would be like.
1: Yeah, what was the what was the point? What, yeah,
3: what's the point? Right. right.
1: Correct. But this so, is uh, but this is a bigger question than that. The, the question is, do you have to if you are U.S. soccer, do you have to say to these kids you can't play? in mls you're you're not going to be part of the program if you play in mls we are we are going to take kids that you have to go be in europe and you have to be playing against the best in the world because that's the way that we're going to do things
3: well some of that depends on i mean it's going to sound like i'm dodging the question i'm not i I, i'm just giving you a long-winded answer it it's a lot of mls players have a lot of national team players have played in mls um, most of them, granted, most of them played in MLS late in their career, where their you know, their time had kind of come and gone as legitimate international players. So they wound up making eighty-five grand for two or three years in MLS. Uh this, I'm going back to the days of like Brian McBride yeah. and those kind of guys. Yeah. But the, the, the question now is if Pulisic is getting whatever he's getting at Chelsea, and I don't even know, if he's getting Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, one point five million dollars a year, whatever he's getting. The question is twofold: A, does MLS have the sustainability to pay him that, or to pay him more? And B, this is the very question that, that you're asking: Can you put him here, and four years later expect him to be better?
2: than that right? And if that's, he goes to Chelsea,
3: and that's he's getting the, three and, and a half ultimately... million
0: euro a year in Chelsea, by the uh, way. I don't. I don't, I don't even is, know. Yeah, so the euro stronger a than the dollar. Number. I don't know what that So is. that's a
3: staggering number. For an American soccer player who's never played in MLS, but but I think
1: Pulisic—he's never playing in MLS, right? Like this, this, this question isn't really well, about him. This question about this question about all these other guys that might have a choice to make, right? Like that but, might have a choice to go be the Zach Steffens of the world that can go be a backup somewhere, or could get money to stay in, and and, and that's just one example. Zach Steffens is not the one, but these Christian Pulisic, of course, is going to go play in Europe. I'm I'm talking about the guys that genuinely have choices to make. They could live a good life, make make good money, or they can go grind it out playing in Europe if they go the to do that. about the
5: current
3: kids like Yedlin and mm-hmm. some of these current guys who, and even somebody like Hoppy who's playing. I think it's Shalky or wherever he's yeah, playing. Yeah, Like, is Shalky really that much better than playing in the United States? It's a
1: fair question. I mean, it's I mean, really I, I, a fair I, question.
2: I, yes.
3: Yeah. I, and and is it and is it. For the development of soccer in the country, isn't it distinctly odd that the best forty players, let's say, none of them are playing in the U.S. Like, something's not adding up. I mean, and and I'm saying that I'm not saying that as me who follows it. I'm saying that as a a parent of a fourteen year old who might want to go watch the might want to go watch Matt Hoppy play when he comes to D.C. And then I say to Ethan. He doesn't even play here. Right.
1: Correct. Correct.
3: Well, so that that, but you know, again, we're talking about the development of you know. Look, I don't see Messi playing for a club in Argentina.
0: Right, or like the best Brazilian players playing in Brazil, or Ronaldinho did when he was like thirty-six, right, kind of thing. Right.
3: Um. So it, some of it's the culture of soccer, and and soccer being, it is an international sport, international sport, but some of that being, there are pockets of places in the world where this is where you go the best japanese players don't necessarily play in japan there might only be six of them but they're all playing in the premier league right 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 um the best jamaican players don't play in jamaica they all go play some you know you no, saw the other night when they were jamaica was playing in the u.s and they're like so and so and so and so, and so who plays for portsmouth so and, so and so and so and so who plays for liverpool and i'm like none of these guys play in jamaica no. they're all they're all in England.
6: No, that's
1: a fact that's a fact yeah. no doubt about it all right, um, Drew. I'm going to ask you one more question, and boy, I, I'm going to open up a can of worms doing this. I, I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I, I'm going to guess. Oh, yeah, eh, no, I am gonna re- I'm going to I'm going to regret it immediately. But I'm I'm interested in it selfishly, and I and I and I hope that we can do this the right way. I'm guessing, you know, your world there are probably more um people that are are hesitant to get vaccinated than there are in my world i'm just guessing that not saying there are none in my world I'm just guessing that there are more in your world than there are in my world because, because
3: of why my age
1: um no because this has become a bit of a political topic for some reason and i think there are more people of certain political proclivities that are in your orbit than are in my orbit
2: Okay. That's just the, the, I don't know that, but it's a guess.
1: I'm making this very clear. It's a guess.
3: I was the first one in line when it was offered. I, I,
1: <laughs> I, you know, I I know plenty of people that have other you know have have, have certain political 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 proclivities. Proclivity I'm not going to try to say that anymore. That felt the exact same way, and I'm confused by why this has become a political topic. Um, but this is relevant because obviously we're dealing with the Lamar Jackson thing, which like if he doesn't want to get vaccinated and ends up not being able to play for games this season, it becomes a significant problem for the baltimore ravens like it becomes a real issue for them in trying to win football games if this continues to be a thing that exists do you think there's a world in which this really like if this gets bad again people change their minds or do the people that you know that like are opposed to getting vaccinated just feel like it's they're dug in no matter what come hell or high water i don't care if you make us put masks on again i don't care if you do another i'm not getting vaccinated
3: I don't know that I, I don't know that I know the answer to this because honestly, of the two or three people that I know who don't, who, that I know who don't have the vaccination, I didn't ask them why. Okay. So I don't know. I, I do have some close friends who didn't get vaccinated, but I don't know why that is. Okay. And I didn't ask them. Okay. Um, I, but I don't know that that's even germane to your question of, of, and well, maybe it is because I do think with Lamar. The question to him is,
2: "What?
3: Why aren't
1: you right?"
3: right. I mean, I, I do think, and and in some ways, he might say hey, it's none of your business why. And, and that's then all, all f- look. He's going to
1: he's going to end up back in front of the media at some point, and inevitably, somebody I I think is going to ask that question, and I have no doubt that he's going to do what every other athlete has done, and he's going to say question. that's a personal question, and he's going to just not answer it like that's that's my assumption is the way that but i going do
3: think the and and this is what i would say to him or to or to any of them um because obviously the orioles have had multiple guys get get it multiple times right um same for lamar I, I i do i get it it is personal but i do think that your reason matters like tell tell us why you're against it and let us and then let us either evaluate it and applaud you, or evaluate it and beat you yeah, up. Yeah,
0: I just don't like,
1: know. I don't know what he could say that people would, you know? Would, say, you
0: know oh, like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know what it would be.
3: I, I I don't either, but I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to listen to what someone says when when they say, "Here's why I'm not getting it." Okay. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me, right? Because I was one of the first ones in line when it was off. yeah. Resolver, yeah I, and I And I and I was and my status came up and I could get it, but I but I don't know. I, I, and I do think it's a slippery slip for the Ravens though. I mean, oh, they, a... they sort of kind of have to nudge him because of the rules in place. Right. Not, and that's, I guess if I were the or whoever it is that addresses it with Lamar, whether or not it's Eric or Steve, or I don't know how far up the totem pole it goes, but I do think I would sit down with him and say to him, this isn't about the organization's belief. No, this that is the a vaccine is right. It's about football, it, <laughs> playing and simple. Yeah, it, well, it's about the rules that have been yes, put in. Yes,
2: right, place. right.
3: It, it isn't your fault that the league is potentially going to punish teams who who have vaccine issues or COVID issues. It isn't. It isn't. We didn't necessarily endorse it or bring it to the. Bring it to the committee, but it is what it is. It's and our reality it's cool.
1: now. Yes, correct.
2: Like,
3: and, it is a slippery slope, and you are asking some of these people to, in whatever shape or form it is, go against their belief. And not, again, till you heard the reason why they they don't want to get it, it's a little bit. In some ways, it's kind of a little bit similar to what happened with the girl, the gymnast girl, um, the U.S. Uh, Biles. You, when you just hear she isn't gonna compete, you're like, you're a loser. What when you see her sit down and explain it, and you, well, she you, had the
1: she had the yips.
3: I, I and I get hey, as somebody who's had it before I, I get it, I I mean but I'm saying you don't until you when you first hear well, but, that, but that's a bigger gonna, like
1: that's a bigger maybe we should just shut up until we know what we're talking about type okay, of but you know, like, you can
3: say the same thing about this too. I mean that's my point really like until you hear one of these players, like I've loosely followed with the, what's the kid in Buffalo, the wide receiver? Cole Beasley. Um, Beasley. You know, I've loosely followed Dr. along Beasley. with him. He he seems kind of like he's sort of off the edge a little bit. Yeah, like, does he? Right. But at least he's standing up and talking about it. And whether or not you agree with it or not, he's at least front and center saying, hey, this is what I believe. And the same for, the same for her. I haven't heard anything from lamar well no, you
1: know, no I, I, he, he hasn't talked yet he hasn't been at the facility right. and we we didn't know right. that he was so
3: until you get the chance to hear from them it's not that i don't think it's that similar to what you saw with the gymnast until you heard yeah. from her and she explained it and then there are still some people who think she was wrong for sitting out but at least when you heard her explain it you you, you could sort of agree with it
0: i would say there's just they so much far more room for <laughs> for Biles, of course, than there would be... I'm, like,
3: all I'm talking about is the simple premise of hearing from people and hearing what they have to say. It's very simple. If you don't hear what Lamar has to say, it's really hard to m- make a fair judgment. I would like to hear from him, I, and, and, and I'm sure the team has said the same thing to him. I'm
0: sure they would like to hear from him. I, I,
1: like, I, I, I get what him. you're
0: saying. You want to know and hear his justification, yeah. but I just think that the the margin for understanding here... Is thin if if not non existent.
3: Potentially, sure. I mean, that's, again, you're saying that as somebody who believes in it. Well, I'm, and I'm saying that I don't know what that
1: means, someone who believes in it. Believes in what? Well,
3: believes in get in, in the believes in getting the vaccination and in believes science?
2: in following. Yeah, I mean, like...
3: Well, but again, you're you and I are saying that as people who got the vaccine. But there are lots of people who don't have it who don't believe in it.
1: I, I don't I don't know what that means. Don't believe in it though. Like I, that's the part that I'm struggling with. Like what does that
0: this mean? Isn't like a religion. Like, yeah, this is. I i well, but,
3: but I mean you you do either believe in it or not. I mean I I, I believe it was the right thing to do. I believe it's going to keep me safe. Right. But there are lots I, of people. I, yeah. who, lots of
1: people who don't think so. Yeah. It's uh, boy. It's a weird world. All right. I I said I was going to regret it, and I'm right. I I, well, I, mean, it. I I'm not.
3: I'm agreeing hear, with you. Yeah.
1: I mean I hear. I just I there's I just no there's it, no way to have this conversation. I
3: don't I don't think it's as I don't think it's as easily summarized as you seem to think it is or others do. And I'm one of them who got it. Um, And And I don't think it's easy to summarize because I, I do understand that there's a group of people, however big, small they are, there's a group of people but, who but, but don't there's believe
1: it. but there's a group of people that like you know don't d- think the earth is flat too right like i don't need to hear them out. i
3: don't think there's that many anymore i'm one well, of them still but i don't think there's, actually there's, a
1: decent there's bit, there. quite a bit of people that yeah. believe the
3: earth is flat and i don't I need to hear them out it, i don't need well, to I get definitely think it is. i
1: don't need to hear their explanation about you know the earth being flat I, and that's the I, part like i i don't really need to hear lamar jackson out now
3: if i, I have an explanation by the way for why i think the world's flat
1: what, what's that What am I doing? Why What am I doing? All right, get out of here. Drew Forrest. (laughs) Hey, um, uh, we're giving away tickets to the BMW Championship, and uh, Drew's partnered up with us. We need you to go to uh, uh, pressboxonline.com slash contests, and you can win um, grounds passes or the grand prize, which is the the very exclusive 1899 club, uh, which is going to be the place to hang out that day. It's going to be an awesome event. I know you're looking forward to it. Um, Need you to go to pressboxonline.com slash contests, and you can win your tickets to the BMW Championship at Caves Valley. All
3: of those entries, uh, James Forrester, Bill Forrester, Doug yeah, Forrester. Yeah, right? It was really weird None that you were of able those to get
1: your entire family uh, to sign up. That is really remarkable. None incredible. of those are me. Yeah, Incredible how he did that. All right, uh, Drew's uh, that's where you find him and all the stuff he does. Appreciate you, pal. We'll talk to you next week. Go weekend. Orioles. Yeah, all right, go Orioles. Drew Forrester, Dish.com. I told you I was going to regret it. I knew I would, and I, and I do. I regret it. I regret bringing it up. I am interested in that, though. Like, I'm interested in it as this gets – if this gets worse. And I want to make that very clear. I still don't know that this is definitely going to – I don't know if they're going to start canceling these. If, if everybody who's made plans to go to football games in the fall suddenly gets the word, like, sorry – We're shutting it back down. Does do do the hesitant change their mind in any way? That's all I want to know. And I'm not it's it's not about having a fight. I just I'm interested in that. I'm I'm uniquely interested in that. In in whether or not that changes someone's opinion. Like in their world, I don't have to do this, and suddenly my life got more difficult, the things that I want to do aren't available to me.
0: Because of that, I'll I'll change my mind. You know, representative of a bigger issue in our country. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about that. Unwillingness to change your mind in general. I don't disagree with it. But I don't. I think the only thing that would make them change their mind is you know they could they could bitch and moan as much as they want, but being told, okay, you can make this choice. But here's a list of the things that you are no longer able to do as a result.
1: Maybe. Maybe. If you're saying it's, that's what the New York concept is. No, like France done the same thing. You specifically rates. aren't allowed to go to concerts. You spe- but that's a tricky thing. I, I can tell you, for example, the uh, the WWE wants to run a show at uh, Madison Square Garden. Yep. Right? Um, the rule because of that is everyone has to be vaccinated. Well, the problem being the WWE is supposed to be like for kids. And Correct. kids can't be vaccinated. Correct. So they're having a hell of a time trying to sell tickets to this show because no kids can come.
0: I would probably recommend that the United States start coming around on vaccinating children well, for might, what it's, it's worth. It's a whole different thing. I understand like, this, this is, conflict. Th- these, there's a lot there, man. There's a lot there. And it
1: ain't easy. It ain't easy. That's, that's all. I'm just interested. Today's show also brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. The Purple Takeover is coming to the Maryland State Fair. Ten current, future, and former Baltimore football stars, Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, Ronnie Stanley, Hollywood Brown, Adafé Owe, Ben Cleveland, so many more, they'll all be there. And for just one price, $350, you can get all 10 pictures and autographs. Again, if you know anything about this, this business, this world, you know that's a great, phenomenal deal. Now... You can also get players individually. If there's someone that you've never met before specifically that you want to meet, then you can you can go that route. Those tickets are available too. But you got to go to great8smemorabilia.com. That's great, the number 8S, memorabilia.com, in order to get your picture and autograph tickets for the Purple Takeover coming to the Maryland State Fair. When we come back in, speaking of legends, Maryland legend, Quell Jackson is going to join us. He's going into the Maryland Athletics Hall of Fame. We're going to talk to the uh, former Terps and NFL linebacker next. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Glory Days Grill's popular summer seasonal menu is back with favorites like their very berry salad and smoky thigh wings. It also features the all-new shrimp po' boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub-roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. Other delicious items include a 12-ounce New York Strip steak, the barbecue chicken bowl, barbecue ribs, and smoky thigh wings combo platter, zucchini fries, and a key lime pie. All of these meals pair well with Sam Adams' summer or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. Want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community? Stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. The Olympics start soon. Stop in and watch the games at Glory Days Grill. Every child who dines at one of their restaurants during the Olympic Games will receive a gold medal. Find out
0: more by going to glorydaysgrill.com C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and side
1: The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals
5: on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Baseball is back in full in 2021, and the Bat Around has got you covered from bell to bell. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and you can catch me along with my co-host Zach Goodman every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the Bat Around, right here at Press Box Sports. We'll break down every win, every loss, and everything in between, plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the Orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to Baltimore. Catch us at pressboxonline.com/slash the Bat or or facebook.com/slash sports That's the Bat Around every Saturday morning from 10 to 12, right here at Press Box. it takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of colombia and brazil to royal farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world because royal farms new swiss made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time it's why royal farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal farms This is is GlennClarkRadio.com, nothing but
0: net. All right, back in here
1: on GCR. Would you rather Wednesday edition of the program continue to get me your responses at GlennClarkRadio on Twitter, Facebook.com, slash GlennClarkRadio. Today's show is also brought to you by Sports and Social, MD, which is the place to be for, well, everything, frankly, because they're awesome. But... Specifically, the place to be for UFC fights. UFC 265 coming up on Saturday night. $10 admission ticket. You can also book your tables by emailing events at sportssocialmd.com. Doors are at 8. Main card is at 10. And they got a great fantasy football draft package for you. It starts at $250. Um, draft board, space for up to 12 people, two platters of 24 wings, four towers of beer. Three orders of nachos with guacamole and more. Find out more, again, by going to sportssocialmd.com. What a cool place at Live Casino Hotel. Joining us now, I have told the story before. Once upon a time, when I was in school, I, um, I donned the queue in DeQuell's Army as this man was a joy to watch play uh, football at the University of Maryland, and they are recognizing that now as they have announced that he will be inducted into the University of Maryland Athletics Hall of Fame. It's a pleasure, as always, to welcome back in former Terp, former NFL linebacker DeQuayle Jackson joins us now once again here on GCR. Dequel, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, as always, my friend. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us, and congratulations on the Hall of Fame, man.
6: Yeah, uh, thank you so much, and I can hear that story all the time. You being cute, Q man—that's that, yeah. something that a lot of my friends do not believe until I actually show them the <laughs> It was—it was, it was the real
1: deal. It legitimately happened, uh, the Quell's Army. Bro, you were so good, man. It was – it was, hey, we want to go on to Quell's – all right, I'll do that. I'll do that. That dude
6: is no, awesome. No, I, I – you know what? It, it was something that I'll never forget, man. All my years playing football and all the trophies and different experiences, that one ranks at the very top. Wow. Uh, wow. Man. But I, is... I, can t- I can tell you this, man, the, the fact that, um, you know, I've – they had, you know, I reached out. Some um, some of the Maryland staff had reached out and said it was a possibility that I would be um, I was a finalist to be inducted to the Football Hall of Fame. You know, you just you never know. You never know. That wasn't anything I was I was actually like uh, waiting on. But when it happened, I think it. You know, have a family and when you reflect, and my two year old son. He'll be three in November. He's never seen him play down a football. Wow. He just sees a bunch of footballs around the house <laughs> right. and helmets and jerseys, and he puts them on and he tries to wear them, and he has no idea. So I think uh, when I got the news there, it really sunk home that, Home that uh, my son will be able to experience it and see that uh, you know his father can play his football a little
1: bit. I was gonna say, have you like have you struggled to convince him at all that like you could actually do this a little bit? Like it wasn't just that you own a bunch of footballs. Have has has he been reluctant? It's tough at that age, obviously. Has he been reluctant know, to believe? I know.
6: <laughs> right, so he, he he's at that age. He understands everything. He may not be able to articulate it right. all that well, but he understands everything. He understands daddy plays football and we run around the house. He has this thing every day where. Uh, Right after he eats dinner, me and him, we have to race around the house. And that's his thing. Daddy raced. Daddy raced. And he'll put on my helmet and he wants to, you know, race me around the house. And it's cool to be able to see that, that he's slowly, uh, he's appreciating the helmet. But I I don't know if he knows, but we'll, we'll see once we get to the you know the There's celebrations all the fame, and yeah. all of that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I know he'll recognize my face at the very least, but, and maybe I'll be able to uh, convince him that I. <laughs> <Right>? I <deserve laughs> like football. Daddy was kind <laughs> of a big deal. Like people are familiar. He meant
1: something to a lot of people. Some dopes took their shirts off and painted in 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 November temperatures in order to celebrate the Quell Jackson once upon a time. It's hey, one of my
6: funnest memories.
1: D- 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 well, take me back. Like, why was it Maryland for you? Like, I don't think you and I have ever just had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. Why was it yeah, you, a place like Maryland for you once upon a time?
6: Yeah, You know, it, it was a lot. And the, the quickest way to tell you is I was a, I was a curious young kid. Uh, I'm from a small city in Florida called Largo where, mm-hmm. you know, you, you grow up in a town where everyone knows each other. And I always thought the world was a lot bigger. I didn't travel as much when I was young. The furthest I had traveled was probably Orlando or Miami. And that was only a six-hour drive. I'd never been on a plane. And the first time, you know, being highly recruited in high school, you know, you get on a plane, you start taking trips, you see the world a little bit. And I'd always read about it. And it was something about Maryland where they were the first team to actually offer me a scholarship. And once that happened, the floodgates kind of opened up. You know, all the big Power 5 schools came into play. Not all of them, but I handful some of them. And I hit it off with who's now the new head coach. Um, Mike Loxley. Mike Yep. He was recruiting me at the time. He was the running backs coach. And I just felt like out of everyone that I'd ever, um, any recruit I'd ever spoken to, it was all about... You know, it was like I was just a notch on the belt, right? It was mm-hmm. like just one more kid. You know, I'll tell him anything he wants. But for whatever reason, locked and myself, developed a friendship. He, um, he was investing in my family. And I felt like if I left my town, I was going to have someone I can confide in. And that's just what happened. You know, and obviously, you know, the big metropolitan area was a huge draw. Uh, the big city uh i felt like i in my opinion i felt like it was a place where i could live when i was done playing and um you know i hit a home run when it came to that to be honest with you. the football things were were there e.j henderson was here yep you know he was a senior at the time i had a year to play underneath him and learn how he saw the game and how he interpreted the game yeah, but what game, did he ever the do game.
1: yeah what, what 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 did he ever do that henderson guy what, 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 what kind <laughs> right. of halls of fame is he yeah he was great he was
6: great yeah he was he was a big deal man and and it was great to in that year under him so everything just kind of lined up and my family was was uh half of my family was okay with the move half weren't because we were huge florida state fans okay and that was another way i could stay within the division and play the team that i had gr- grown up loving which was florida state so um, it ended up working out
2: <laughs> it yeah working it worked
1: out, out for okay team. for you there's no question about that it worked out okay for you and led to a successful nfl career to boot Dequell jackson is with us here on glenn clark radio He's going into the University of Maryland Athletics Hall of Fame. What you talk about, you know that it's funny. I saw Mike Loxley last night. You, that I, when I talk to guys about it, I, I was tra- with him the night before. How about that? How about that? When you when you talk to guys about it, I I ask this question all the time of, of friends of mine that know Mike that care about Mike, and I say, but but why is it different? Like I, you know, I I hear you mm-hmm. say that, but why is it different? And the word I always get back, and I wanted to get your sense of this was is real that's the word that i always get Mm -hmm. back is that Mm -hmm. that i talk to other dudes and it just feels car salesman-y it it feels like like a slick boy coming that there's something that's real that you don't get in other guys was that is that the best way that you could describe what makes like Mike what makes mike loxley so different and why so many guys are so desirous to play for him despite maryland not being you know thought of as the most significant football school
6: Sure, sure. No, I I think another word I would add to, I think you're spot on when it comes to the guys you've spoken to about Mike Loxley. I think genuine is is another one, genuine and honest. Uh, He is who he is. Either you love it or you hate it, but he's going to be honest. He's going to tell you the truth. And you can only, you only respect people like that. And in the business where he's in, where there's a lot of, you know, uh, players coming and going and coaches coming and going, you have to be a leader of men. You have to be a leader. You have to be willing to, to have those tough conversations. And Listen, we, I, I, I was on the, a bandwagon a long time ago in high school. He convinced me that, you know, he was someone that, he, that could be trusted. And I think it's just over the years of him just touching different uh, players throughout his career and coaches, I think to sum it all up, hey, I'll give you an example. The first year I was in Maryland, he decides to he, – he leaves school to go to uh, University of Florida to coach – under um Ron Zook who's on the staff yep. currently yep and I was ready as a as a young player I was ready to leave Maryland and follow him and he had a real conversation with me and I don't know if I've ever shared this he, he said listen you made a commitment you need to stick to it and he gave wow. he, the conversation that we had uh after that was as real as it can get he told me listen coaches are going to come and go you can't follow a coach It's not without saying. We're still going to be friends. We're still going to communicate, and you'll have a successful career. It's just what happened. You know, I had a successful career. I stayed in touch with him. He's one of my closest friends. And here we are. He's back where it all started. And for guys like myself and other guys around the area who played for Maryland, who still live in the area, we want to see him successful and do whatever we can. And it's going to start by us being present and giving our time to some of these youngsters, so they can they can ask us questions that. They may not necessarily want to ask their coaches, and I think in time, if given the the time to to build this roster the right way, I think you'll see a, a, a drastic turnover and a style of play on Saturday, if given the time. the under his uh, tutelage,
1: that's uh, by the way, that story is really powerful, bro. That's I, I had never heard that story before, but for, for sure. That that he would say to you, you know, like an opportunity to take you and. You know, as good of a player yeah, as you were, yeah, 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 right. And you, yeah. it just
6: shows what type of guy he is. He could have eaten. but okay, let's let, let's get in the transfer portal. Let's make it happen because he recruited a lot of guys from the South, uh, 2002. You know, and a lot of those guys, we were ready to leave to follow him, and he talked us out of it. He, was, he he didn't talk us out of it. He told us the hard truth. Wow. The hard truth was you don't follow a coach. Everything else lined up for you to be there. It's going to be there whether or not a person or a coach is there. It's going to work out for you, and a lot of guys could have selfishly, you know, taken a different route, and he chose not to.
1: That's awesome, man. That's <laughs> that's really really awesome. Um, it's a great story. DeQuel Jackson is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Um, you know, DeQuel, a couple of things that jump out at me about about you and about getting this honor, right? Like that 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 you care so much now. Um, about that success and about seeing him succeed in Maryland football, it, do you believe it can be done? Like knowing how difficult it was, and, and you talk about all the talent that you guys had, do you mm-hmm. believe it, it can happen that, that Maryland can become so relevant in the Big Ten and, and whatever college football looks like in the next 20 years, and the Lord, who knows what college football is going to look like in 20 years where the entire country is just the SEC or something like that. Um, do you believe it can happen, that there's enough talent here and enough ability to make this a desirable place for more guys like you out of Florida that are special football players to come play?
6: I really do. That's a, that's a great point to bring up because the way that, you know, no one knows how this likeness, image, compensation is going to work out. And for one, this area is a huge area, right? And if you hit it big here as opposed to some of these other places you know, there's a real opportunity there for a kid to really, you know, reap the benefits of his life and image. Again, the facilities, they've, they've invested a ton of money into the facilities. Everything from the exterior is going to be there. You have the coaches, you have the setup. I honestly feel like, given the time, because he is a really strong recruiter, mm-hmm. and uh, given the time, all it takes is one or two guys to commit. And from this area, which – and I – and listen i was i was very biased when i left the state of florida as a as a student athlete here in maryland i didn't think there was i thought i was taking a it was a tear down from where i wanted to go sure, where sure. where where my talent where i thought my talent should have been i should say but you know spending a a year or two and four years here you realize the type of talent that's in this area if you can just have the talent in the area and and dominate from Maryland, Virginia, D.C., Maryland will be a top five, top 10 team, without a doubt, because the talent is here. You just have to find it. Right now, the, the facilities are being brought up to speed. I think you got the coaches in place. I think given the time, and this is very important, given the time to kind of weed out uh, some of the players from the old um, regime and bringing guys and coaches that he wants to get these guys prepared to go out and play football, I think you'll drastically see a change. And, you know, talking to those guys, I was at his house, you know, a couple of days ago and, and talking to a lot of the coaches. I didn't realize how much uh, uh, NFL um, experience is yeah. yeah. on the staff. And that, that alone is a selling point to children who, and kids who envision themselves playing at the next level. Hell, if that were me, I would definitely want to go to a place that had the, the staff of NFL uh, experience like they do here in maryland so i definitely think there's an opportunity here it's a very this is a really good situation to be in because the talent here is, is endless when it comes to football
0: what do you
1: make of you know look i am i you know very much i've been screaming about the nil thing for some time it's been wildly overdue I, I imagine you in particular would say hell yeah it's overdue i could have made a lot of money doing something like this <laughs> um but but there is the you know there's the dope say well what about what the, what about the problems that's gonna cause in the locker room because some guys are making a lot of money and some guys aren't and I I my gut tells me that's the way the world works and that's not really a thing mm-hmm. but you of course know this a little bit better than other people do so I want to put it to you it, it does that become an issue within locker rooms that. You know, a, a, a quarterback of a, of a football team is getting a lot of money sponsorship-wise and the other guys aren't. Or are or, 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 or guys smart? They just understand this is the way the system works. I can go get that money if I just go play better. There's no reason for me to begrudge someone else's success.
6: Right, I think you hit it on the head. Listen, this is the real world. Not everyone makes the same because you're, 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 you're on the same team. You know, some guys get paid according, according to their position. Some guys at the premium position – are going to get more endorsements, more money. And that's the way the world works. And I can tell you this, it makes you grow up very fast, very quickly. It makes you realize, okay, how does this thing work? Uh, who plays a premium position? And how can I make more, more money and put myself out there? So I think that these are, you know, there's so much that can happen with the floodgates opening up for players to be compensated for their likeness and image. I think it's a great thing, as you mentioned, as you led us to the question, I think it's well overdue, um, and we'll see. I think time will tell. Time will tell just how uh, the NCAA and coaches and, and organizations will be able to figure this out at the collegiate level. Do I think it's going to cloud some guys' judgment? Um, yeah, but that's, that's the way life goes. But I think all in all, it's a good thing. I think once they kind of get a feel for how things are working, from the NCAA standpoint, you start to stipulate and put, you know, limitations on whatever the case may be. But I think for right now I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for all parties involved. But I don't think it becomes a real issue. Listen, I played eleven years in the National Football League and <laughs> Yeah, not everybody made the point, same amount of money, right? <laughs> right, not everybody <laughs> right. makes the same amount of money. And you understand there's levels to it. And I think it's gonna force young men and women if you know uh, women decide to play college football, that you know what this is the real world. You got to grow up. Not everyone yep. makes the same. You got to work. It. The guys who work hard and sacrifice and commit to it, yeah, you're going to be compensated for your, your 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 time. But you know, at the end of the day, it becomes about you know the the premium position obviously get more of the the chunk of the the a slice of the pie. Uh, all right,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit, okay? I'm gonna put you on the spot mm-hmm. a little bit. You're associated significantly with the Cleveland Browns. We're of course in Baltimore. Yeah. Who's the Who's the team to beat right now in the AFC North?
6: Man, you know what? For for one time in my life, I could say the Cleveland Browns. No. Because, you know, obviously. No! Well, hold on, hold on. Hit me out. Hit me all out. Hit right, me out. Right, right. I can honestly say the Cleveland Browns aren't expected to be last in the division. Okay. All right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All all right, right, right. Right. So, so I do. I do think. Right now, before you play a game, I do think the Cleveland Browns have the upper hand because they're returning a lot of their starters. Baker Mayfield now has a an off season as opposed to last year's season, learning a new system. go got back. And back. Uh, you you plug in some key guys in the defense of the ball. There's a huge expectations coming from that that organization. And Baltimore, likewise, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson wants to get back to that NBA level. So I do think now with an offseason, with, with Lamar, both of these teams are going to be exponentially better. Uh, man, you know, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I do think there's three teams in the AFC North that are, that are going to give a lot of people, a lot of headaches. This is a tough one, but I do think right now on paper, I got to get the edge to Cleveland. Uh, I have to do
1: it. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't believe I you said it. those words. I also, by the way, I, <laughs> I'm totally out on the Steelers. I am, I am, I am completely a believer that it's a it's a two horse race. That the Steelers are, um, they just don't have an offensive line. They like let everybody go. Yeah. And and uh, I don't know if you heard, Ben Roethlisberger is like a thousand years old.
6: Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't. Yeah, you you look at it, they they've gotten away from their true fabric of who that team is right. and they, they are, a, are a balanced offense when they were rolling they were a balanced offense they were they, were, they could run the football and Ben could make the throws when needed to now you see them they start you know last year we all they start 11-0 and, and then you, you just crash you bomb yep. Yep. Uh, because why do you run the football you're not balanced and I think that's going to and they can't protect Ben Roethlisberger so I think that, that that's a recipe for disaster in my opinion so you have to get the edge to uh either Cleveland or Baltimore depending on health for that matter
1: no that's a, and that's obviously it's a huge deal right now especially given the world we're in DeQuan Jackson, I'm so no I'm so happy for you, bro. Like it was such a joy to watch you play at the University of Maryland, man. I'm I'm so happy for you. May th- may there be more halls of fame in your future. May there be even more. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if it's gonna be Canton, but let's just say Canton too. Nah, let's throw. Yeah. <laughs>
6: that one. In, yeah, that, that that's a reach. I'll I'll stop you there. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, it's probably it's, it's, it's probably, reach, yeah, but it's probably but not I, I did good. get inducted into. Um, as a member of a, the Legends community for the Browns. so oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Congratulations, so, yeah, dude. That's great. And, I, that. and,
1: by the way, I think the College Football Hall of Fame is a very realistic – Sean's going in, right? Like, Or EJ's going in. Sorry, EJ's going in. Yeah, EJ's going in. Um, EJ was a, I, oh, man, I he think, was stud. Well, I mean, bro, you know, I know a guy that was a two-time first-team All-American, too, that I think would be very <laughs> deserving of that honor at some point. Dequel, what can I plug yeah, for you? What, what What are you up to? Uh, where can people check you out? I know I, – I, did you get off Twitter
6: altogether? So, so here's the thing, I'm still trying to um, unlock my Twitter. I've been locked out for like three years. Okay. And the thing with Twitter, I, there's not a person you can talk no, to. No, there's not. You, so you can't just call somebody, right? Right. You have to go through these different channels. And, you know, so I'm still working on that. It is still me, but I haven't been able to post in years. But right now I'm actually filming uh, or recording my very own podcast called Athletes Unplugged. I haven't pushed it out to social media just yet. We're still waiting on a, a few emails to, so we can open it up to every major platform, but it's basically, I'm having some of my Rolodex of friends and former teammates and front office people, comedians, and just being able to, to unplug a bit and, and create a platform so we can talk about real issues that we all talk about with our, our close friends, and I like to do it with a cigar and some, some, some uh, red wine. Sounds good to you know, me, Anyone who knows me know I, I love a good red wine, a cigar, and, and occasionally some whiskey, so I... I, I try to create a, uh, um, a, a less-stressed environment so we can talk about some real stuff, and we have fun doing it.
2: Look, that's so, awesome. Yeah,
6: check me out on Athletes Unplugged here coming pretty soon.
1: Awesome, man. Dequell Jackson, always appreciate taking the time for us, dude. Let's do it again soon, and congratulations again on the U- University of Maryland Athletics Hall of Fame.
6: You got it. Thanks for having me.
1: Dequell Jackson, um, great dude, hell of a football player. God, that guy was good. And I'd never heard that story before. I I never knew that DeQuell Jackson wanted to go to Illinois with Mike Loxley. I never heard that story before. That is that's pretty remarkable. That's a pretty remarkable testament to Mike Loxley. Um, I appreciate the University of Maryland hosted a uh, off the record event last night um, with Mike Loxley and the football staff, and they've done this before. It was good to be down there. Good to see. It's funny. I, I, Stan the fan was there, and I'm like, I It took it took Mike Loxley throwing an event for me to see Stan the fan these days. Um, but it was good. It was uh, appreciated that, and um, yeah, learned some some interesting things. And unfortunately, because it was an off the record event, I'm just not able to share. I can only say. And it was at Mike Loxley's house, and he and his wife. I spent a lot of time talking to Mike's uh, wife Kia, who uh, is a Towson alum and a really remarkable, fascinating person. I I did not know all of her story. That like she was a cop. I didn't. There was a hey, lot off of, the record event. That part I think I'm allowed to share. I think I'm allowed to share that. And we spent a lot of time chatting with her. Uh, my buddy Cakes from the Junkies was down there. I was chatting with him for a while. It was just nice. It was a nice night, and um, it, I didn't. I didn't know. Um, I, I, Ron Zook went out of his way. Like he, he was. He's just the type, and you can see. He's like the, it's the ball coach type, where like he sees me, comes over, and he goes out of his way to introduce himself to me. Like I,
2: hey man, Ron Zook. Like
1: it's just very ball coach, right? Like very much that way, and we ended up chatting for a little while too. And he's a uh, really interesting cat. So. Uh, appreciated them having that event. It was, uh, it was a really, really informative evening. Today's show brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. When We come back in. We're gonna do Young Utes. We're gonna do Tidbit. We're gonna do Tubular, and they're gonna wrap up today's show by uh, chatting with uh, Jeffrey Chedia from NFL Network. So that's what's coming up. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio.
5: Here it.
2: Watch out!
5: For the first time, the PGA Tours FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Caves Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today.
0: 401- 9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis
5: this is how you get a premium cup of coffee better and faster than the drip 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 method and way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when at royal farms our new swiss made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot And then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms Coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms.
0: Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate fan experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. We take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100 foot media wall, 47 foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in venue gaming, bowling, and more. The perfect destination for sports enthusiasts and fun seekers. We're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Book your table now at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com.
1: Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands, while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit, and after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off Every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or visit nation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the
0: perfect fit. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out.
1: Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. Adam Cole. How are you guys doing today? And Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre.
6: Oh, thank you for having me.
1: The great Ron Simmons.
6: <laughs>
5: Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk
2: Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. GlennClarkRadio.com. Glenn
1: Clark All right, back in here on GCR. Thanks again to uh, Dequel Jackson for joining us. He's getting ready for the University of Maryland Athletics Hall of Fame. Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube Service Center. Ask for Mobile One. Uh, I think we covered the first two. The third would-you-rather Wednesday scenario, would-you-rather... I bet
0: on the Orioles. Uh, Why? I guess part of it is like a... You know, like... I don't want to admit that it's all futile sort of thing. Okay. you want to be- you, I want to believe. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, like, they've got talent in the minor league system. They do. Now,
1: there's no saying they don't have talent.
0: They really they don't, do, and I get they it. That don't, does not ensure that these players end up major they leaguers. They don't today
1: and, have, like, even if they all hit at what they're supposed to hit at, they don't have front-running MLB talent.
0: They'd have a couple they, they have d- Rutschman, they have they Grayson, have
1: you hope the L's have, okay after being shut down. They have three guys you believe are front-running and MLB types of talents. They have other guys that are thought of as pieces, so thought of the, of something, but they have three players that are thought of as of top-level MLB types of talents.
0: I believe they will have a very good bullpen when it's all coming around. Like I do think just by the nature of how many pitchers they have in their system right now who can't all be starters. Mm, I I, right? hope. Like, mm-hmm. I have faith in that. I look. I think. I don't know if the timeline lines up. I'm excited about Kobe Mayo. Like it's hopeful. It's hopeful, but I'm not. I'm not saying there's no reason to be excited. I just don't think
1: practically there's any reason right now to think that there's a World Series winner in 10 years.
0: I still think the I think that they would have. They would have
1: still change change drastically as an organization for me to believe that. I
0: think they'd have to pay money. Well, there's there's that right. Like like, there's that, or they
1: have to start getting the
0: top line international types of players. Sure. And I, but again, we've seen. Yes, it's not necessarily like who was it that we had on? I think it was, was it Cooper, who said that ultimately being involved in and of itself is obviously only a first step and we've seen them make inroads and start signing a multi-million dollar player or 1.7 million dollar players and prospects and be linked to guys who are thought of and all of that but Acuna was an 80,000 dollar signing right like I'm not saying you can't find I'm not saying it can't happen I just those players will eventually start moving up the system and adding a further influx of talent so part of it is maybe a trust in Mike Elias and his scouting I am just more prone to saying that I think it's a more definable goal at the major league level for me than it is internationally with soccer.
1: I don't know what that is. It's hard for me
0: to fully, and part of this is my maybe naivete about what it is the the difference between the top teams internationally and the U.S. team is currently are, but there's clearly a big difference. The United States sense. does not play the same level of football as does the best teams that are year in or four year in and four year out, World Cup contenders. No, that so part's true. to think that they are, it seems like you're talking about a situation where, if you want to talk about a timeline lining up, you'd have to get extremely lucky as a U.S. team, unless these inroads that they are making are legitimate, and this is only the beginning of them having premier international talent throughout their roster, which, you know, that'd be great. That'd be swell if that was the case. But never has it happened. All right. But we have seen rebuilding teams win World Series, so I can wrap my mind around that a little easier. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Jack, do you want to answer that one? Do you want to? Yeah. Try to do it quicker, though, because (laughs) I (laughs) got to get to DC.
4: Um, I'm probably taking the the USA in the next 40 years, so 10 World Cups. Yeah. Only because... We figure that the guys aren't even born yet that would be potentially playing in the tenth World Cup from right now. So you you don't really know what you're going to get out of those guys. So maybe the talent does take a turn and it become we do become one of the best countries. But who knows? But in terms of betting on the Orioles, I'm not going to take any bets on the Orioles anytime soon. Yeah. I don't I don't think they've they've done enough or deserve anything to even be considered. All right. All right,
1: very good. Uh, Let's just quickly hit number three. Would you rather you lost a fantasy football bet, uh, either you've got to be duct-taped voluntarily to your seat for the entirety of a cross-country flight, you cannot fall asleep, cannot pass go, cannot collect $200, or baby-birded three bites of a sandwich?
0: I'll feed the sandwich. It's whatever. Get it over with.
1: It could be somebody. With, it's gross, man. It could be somebody sure, that it would has be. halitosis. I don't have, you know,
0: like, no, no. People I play baseball with, people I want to have that happen with, but mm-hmm. I am not built for airplanes. If I'm sitting, quote unquote, comfortably,
1: I almost think that actually helps, though.
0: Like, I almost think in a weird way. No, like, I'm a. I need to be able to move around. Like that would. I, I, would, I, I don't know. Want to. And to pay the amount of money it would cost to do that, like you're talking about paying hundreds of dollars to be duct taped to an airplane seat. <laughs> Give me just get it over with. I'll self-induce vomit, brush my teeth, and drink mouthwash. Like it is what it is. The
1: Jim Carrey in the, in Ace Ventura is what you're looking at. Uh, Jack, what about you?
4: I'm, I'll do the same thing. I, I hate. I'm not the biggest biggest fan of flying. I think they're incredibly uncomfortable seats. Oh, sometimes flying sucks. There's no debate about it. And that. to be duct taped makes it even worse. And you can't fall asleep, which is the only thing I look forward to when I'm on an airplane. So yeah. Me. <laughs> the uh,
1: the the people that are just like grossed out by everything are particularly grossed out by this one and don't understand a world in which anyone can choose the uh, the baby birding thing like and I get it those those people just exist that like are such extreme germophobes that no way no how never gonna happen I I'll always choose the other one continue to give me your responses at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter Facebook.com/slash Glenn Clark Radio someone's winning a twenty five dollar gift card to Glory Days Grill. Let's get to uh, Young
2: Utes.
1: (laughs) Young Utes, brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or c3america.com for your free analysis. And C3, America, C3 American Exteriors brings you the Stand the Fan Variety Hour. If you missed it on Monday Night Fun Show, as he and Ross Grimsley caught up with both Boog Pal and Rick Dempsey. And uh, also coming up tonight, they're going to chat with um, uh, longtime NFL reporter Aaron Wilson, of course, who used to be with the Baltimore Sun and the Carroll County Times. Uh, that is uh, tonight on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash pressboxsports. If you miss any of Stan's shows, you can see him in that location by clicking on the videos tab or by going to pressboxonline.com the next day. What do you got for us?
2: So
4: the first thing <coughs> um, is Evander Kane. He uh, plays in the NHL. Um, Place for the San Jose Sharks is under investigation for what is believed that he has been betting on his games and other games in the NHL. Eek. And his wife actually came out and said that. This sh- his wife was the one that started the whole thing. She posted a uh, pretty lengthy tweet or an Instagram she post. She outed it. him? Yeah, saying that...
0: What the hell are well they doing?
2: Well no, not. they're going yeah.
4: through it, what appears to be a very, very yeah. ugly divorce. Yeah, say maybe say a, a his, uh, his wife, yeah. Maybe we say his strange wife or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that one. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I have not heard this story at all. I know That's nothing about this. It seems like it should be pretty significant. Yeah,
4: so I mean, it's been... kind. It, it whether it's true or not still remains like uncertain. I it, it, he's denied all uh, as, accusations. As one would, as yeah. you would, considering as you would the nature of
0: the
2: charges. Um, so did right.
0: Pete Rose.
4: <laughs> yeah, but the uh, he what he so he's come out and denied all of that. But there is evidence that it would prove that he. Did have a gambling issue, like a pretty big gambling issue. I th-
1: okay, but there's a big difference between having a gambling right. issue and then betting and, on your own and your own team. Well, it, and it's also the nature. and I still do. I do think this matters with Pete Rose. Like, and I get that, that this is just believed to be a you can never you can never cross this line. Um, but I I do think it matters if you bet for or against your team. Like, I if no, it you, definitely does. If you were just betting on your team, I I I get why people would say you can't do it, but it's hard for me to be all that worked up about it. Right? Are the Sharks like, good now? They've been good for the last couple of years. Um, it's a it's a far bigger problem if you were. Like betting against your team because then you Mm -hmm. could have been. Now we're talking about the integrity of of the sport, correct?
4: And it and he's in a report the other day. I was seeing that he is like in serious debt, like tens of millions of dollars in debt, and had an incident in Vegas a couple years back where he had I think five hundred thousand dollars worth in chips or something and never like cashed it out legally. Pretty good hockey player. That's the thing. He is a good hockey player, and the the He's on like a major contract too, a seven-year, fifty yeah. million dollars. I, mean, I get look. This stuff can happen
1: but. to anybody. I do understand. Like, you can get caught up. Is always, you know, as as we talk about gambling, is that becoming more once the date happens? Like, there's the reason why. And every time we advertise, we have to throw in the one eight hundred gambler to deal with gambling addictions. Like, it's it can happen. It's, this is an addiction. It's like anything else in the world. Right. It can happen to the wealthiest person. It can happen to the like. I got to be very realistic about that, but. I man that's it's a not huge not a good look if if no, the n no. h l finds out that he was betting like they they have to well really, he'll be banned probably well he'll be banned no matter how he was betting, yeah, but it's a bigger problem <clears throat> for the sport if they find out that he was betting and potentially throwing games
0: because of it right so, yeah
4: well, he's also a pretty productive player, i mean I think he had like f- almost forty like forty five points total last huh? year mm-hmm. so like twenty goals twenty I mean, he could like,
0: have well. had eighty you know
4: you never know. But Maybe he was like, "I yeah. can't stand the right? you know. yeah. And they and they've been trying. And, to- it, it,
1: and it won't matter to them who he, again it, to them. He's he'll be banned, right? If, even if he was betting on his own team, I think it'll matter in the court of public opinion for the sport. If if like he was betting on the Sharks, then you can't come back and say everything was a farce. I'm gonna sue the league. You know, there's none of that stuff, right? Like, if he was just betting on the Sharks, well, then you know he well, was he's going on out the team, to, correct? So he's, like, He's correct. not gonna try and lose his money. It's like so. Joe Flacco saying he's the best quarterback in football. <laughs> when, when he's supposed to say, you're supposed to think that you're right, gonna win. Exactly. Um, but if he, if we find out, if we find out other things, if they go through his history and they find out that he was ever betting against the his own team, that becomes you're you're going into a Pandora's box that sports as a whole, it's a real problem for. And people talk about this all the time, about the possibility of this, like especially with college athletes, like a low-level college athlete being approached by someone to try to help them. I fully believe that it's occurred at some point. Like, hey, you know, make sure. People bring up the Tim Donaghy thing all the time. The Tim Donaghy thing, after being investigated, was merely about overs. It was never about who won and lost. It was only ever about call some more fouls down the stretch to make sure that overs hit. And the truth is, there like just about anything in basketball is a foul, so you can call more fouls. Like you can just have a tighter whistle. It was never about the integrity of who won the game. It was always about make sure that the over hits when it came to Tim Donaghy. So it's a, there's a lot of fine lines here that that go into believing that the sport is not. It's it's a farce, you know, like once you find out more information.
4: Yeah. He actually last season had 22 goals and 27 assists and in 56 games. He's so. cheating. He's
1: cheating. No, I mean, you can't have none. Like you can't. And everybody knows what you're doing. Man. Like yeah. you still got to try sometimes. So Real problem. Real issue. Next
4: Um, second thing is so we I was talking to you about it yesterday actually a little bit at the end of the show but regarding the uh, the whole Giants practice that's been well yesterday was an absolute disaster followed by what was a disaster a couple days before that but yesterday's incident is enough to kind of make you question Everybody that works for the Giants, as in the organization, starting from the top all the way down to the bottom. So, yesterday, there's I think actually. most
1: people have been doing that in
0: general, though, in recent <laughs> years.
4: Um, yes, but yesterday. What do you mean, Dave Gettleman's done great? Yeah, you think so? Is that what you think? Um, so, yesterday, there was an all out brawl between what appeared to be reported as every single person on the New York Giants right. football team partake. T- uh, uh, Partake in fighting one another, and how they choose sides. Well, yeah, that is a good so question too. It originally it was started off an offense defense off type of deal. So or? the Corey Clement was originally like sort of hit hard by Jabril Peppers, and then both Evan, of
0: whom are defensive
4: players. Yeah, well, no, Corey Clement's, Corey, Corey Clement's a running Clement's back. A running back. Oh. Who Peppers
0: am I thinking? I was a this. I have no idea. Corey Chavis, maybe. And then I mean, uh, there was a while ago. Yeah, he's pretty good still.
4: And then Evan Ingram. <laughs> is he? <laughs> And then Evan Ingram was going to st- stood up for Corey Clement and shoved Jabril Peppers pretty much as hard as he could to the ground. And then, Which,
0: as we know of Evan Ingram, is not very hard because he's not a good blocker.
4: <laughs> and then that upset Logan Ryan, who then came and soccer like pretty much was reported as like soccer punch like cheap shot on evan ingram which then just caused everybody on the offense everybody on the defense to kind of just became an
1: offense versus defense situation pretty much okay.
4: and somehow yep daniel jones found himself smack in the middle of all of this when it was transpiring which is just was not thrown
0: blows was he fighting no or was he, he was,
4: was just i think everybody he, there, was, there was like a
1: pile and he ended yeah. up on the bottom of the pile lovely not great
4: um so Although some
1: people in new york might say <laughs> Not a problem. I don't know. Saquon just stood up and moved everyone (laughs) off of him.
4: (laughs) Massive legs. Um, And then, so Joe Judge, after this uh, incident occurred, he. um, Well, if there's
1: somebody that you need in these situations that people can really get behind, it's definitely Joe Judge. So he is a judge. It's true. It was good uh, point, Judge Joe.
4: It was reported that the like the word furious is an understatement to describe just how pissed off Joe Judge was at the entire team, including the coaching staff at that point. Are we so gonna when, do bench em all? So, so <laughs> I think this is worse, Woody. Nobody's know, allowed Dad? to
1: play in the preseason game.
4: Ah, oh, Shucks! <laughs> He um, he lined everybody up on the goal line and told them just to continue just do 100 hundred hundred yard sprints pretty pretty much until they, they couldn't do it anymore. And then right as if they were gonna collapse, he said, line up on the goal line and give me push-ups in unison. And then once oh, they so couldn't do that anymore, and then yeah. once they couldn't do that anymore, they went back to sprints, and then they went back to push-ups and So who's playing
0: the Giants in week one of preseason and how do I bet
4: on the <laughs> <I mean, I, laughs> Yeah. um so it's just a disaster i still, would, I still
1: wouldn't be betting on preseason football
2: <laughs> <laughs> take the ravens, take the ravens. Yeah. they haven't <laughs> lost in five they years don't, they
1: don't lose preseason games You're um, about that.
4: but it's just a, it's a disaster i mean the team is just in shambles right now and as opposed to prior. Well, there, yeah well, well yeah, there, there was, was nothing with the surefire war no super bowl favorite <laughs> no definitely not super bowl favorites uh but it's just joe judge clearly is not the if Belichick what I can, if, of if what I'm taking from this whole thing is that I don't know if he's the most well-fit coach for the Giants right now. I mean, it seems that he has demanded no respect from, or has earned zero respect from the players on the team. We saw it with Kelvin Benjamin the other day, who kind of unleashed. Well, he's on not on him. the team anymore, Jack. Well, that's not, that's true, but he was at one point, and um, so now we've seen that. I mean, players and players clearly have no respect because championship-caliber team or anybody that's got high aspirations. I mean, let's be don't f- the don't. fights
1: do happen. Fights happen, even with good teams. Well, that is that.
4: Happen. No, that is yes. true. But when you've got guys that are competing for roster spots, and you've got a head coach who starts his entire career, whose his entire career on the Giants is going to be, he's going to be on the hot seat. He does. Well, he's got He's a disaster. Right. There's No debate. It's
0: exactly. also New York. He's a, he's Everyone's on the hot seat.
4: Yeah. Um. So I mean, the Giants got to got to get their act together. Kenny Galladay got hurt in practice yesterday. In so, the fight or after? No, it was during like a just a normal like a drill, and push-ups. <laughs> no, I think he injured his. Uh, he pulled. Like, he like came up limping and grabbed his oh, hamstrings. So he went well,
0: to the locker They drafted Kadarius Tony for good a reason. Stuff. Huh? Good so,
2: stuff.
4: It's a it's a disaster right now in New York. Both New York teams probably. I don't really know much about the Jets, but it's the Jets. So yeah, can correct. only imagine.
2: All
1: right, all right. Let's uh, let's. Re- oh, I,
4: I, I do. I gotta go. Number three. And then the third thing is. Um, so there's these. Two girls in the uh, the UK. They're called the the Rolex Rippers, and basically, what they what With they've done, peeps. yes, pretty much that's what they. But they've been labeled as a more technical term as the Rolex Rippers. So what they do is. Um, it's these two girls. They're reportedly very young, like in their in their thirties, like low thirties. You um, said very young. Yeah, I was, I was like expecting 15. like they were twelve. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 they're not. They're not like crazy, yeah, like I mean. super old. But they've been reported to be pretty attractive ladies. And um, what they do is they they camp out around trying to get a date. Like is that I'm what not, you're working no, on? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and what they do is they camp out around golf courses in in England, and um, you come up with these like crazy elaborate plans to uh, pretty much. Sort of just trick the guy into like being oblivious for a couple seconds until they have enough time to like snatch the watch off of or any piece of like expensive jewelry off their wrist. So it's been reported that they've almost stolen twenty Rolex watches. Almost,
0: or what do you mean? Like they have come close? Or yeah, like well, they've like the like stolen three? almost. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, almost yes. like close sure. to twenty watches. Yeah. You at should at probably we should have worded
4: that. They're right, the right, right? Way. Yeah. So. Um, they got really close though. All right. <laughs> So they they only had three of them, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're counting another the fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, one couple of like one of the incidents that they've done is they one of the girls pretended that she was deaf, and the other girl was trying to get like petitions to sign for like a new deaf cent, like a town center. I don't know exactly what it was for, but it was I guess for deaf people. And when he went to go sign the the petition, one of the like the deaf girl came and like gave a, the guy a hug, and like when he wrapped her arms his arms around the girl the other one like very casually just took the watch off and then bef- when he went and walked away and took probably 50 steps and realized his watch wasn't there he went to turn around and the girls had disappeared and this has just been like a reoccurring thing so they target older older guys and like their 60s 70s m- maybe even in their 80s but it's but not the 90s not yeah they got, i don't know they, 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 have they, have a they got a line <laughs> they got a hard line that <laughs> they won't go after yeah. that so they no one they haven't been able to be identified yet. No one's caught them. So yeah, I, mean, I think I might be rooting for them.
1: It's <laughs> yeah, gonna sound weird, but I think that maybe when they make the movie, I'm gonna find myself saying, "I
0: like these girls." <laughs> like, why would you? Is it customary to wear an expensive watch when you golf? It is, I think, a thing. Or I guess I do after you put thing. your watch. Back I don't. On. I gotta be honest with you. I
1: don't understand why anyone wears a watch ever anymore in 2021. Like, like other than who knew, other than know? to show off their wealth, and that's the thing. Like if it's about showing off your wealth, it's kind of hard for me to feel all I that get bad about this you know like i'm not i'm not i get it it's still there proper i'm not trying to suggest that stealing is make mm. that very clear is not okay but in the level of things that i sympathize over i would say it's lower than a lot of other things on the list like there's a lot of other things that are far more significant for me than the yeah, guy that's just out sympathy, trying to yeah. flaunt his wealth and and ends up having his watch are they'll be all right yeah, I think these people will right. largely be okay. I'm going yeah. to guess. This is not what broke all the I majority of people was this was one this Rolex. high-end yeah. Rolex. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. All right, good stuff, Jack. Appreciate it, pal. Good work. Um, let's get to Tidbit. Tidbit brought to you today by Window Nation: 50% off all styles of windows, plus no money down, no payments, and no interest for 24 months, two full years, 866-90Nation, or visit WindowNation.com.
0: Tidbit of the day. So, the Orioles, well, they're not exactly excelling at the major league level. It is worth noting as they're in the midst of a rebuild that they are one of five MLB organizations who have maxed out their rookie complex affiliate allowances mm. this season, which does give them the ability to develop more players and sign more players, thus adding to the lottery ticket discussion in the minor league levels So, as you can see, it's more worthwhile to bet on them than the U.S. men's national yeah, team. For yeah, winning World proof, Cup. proof. Of course, the major league team has not exactly been as good the last five years. In fact, uh, the Yankees have won six games by 12 or more runs in the last half decade. 66% of them are against the Orioles. Hmm. Not ideal. Hmm. That said, It's not surprising that the Orioles are also one of five teams in baseball this season who are starting three different players with an OPS below 700 in a minimum of 250 plate appearances. Shoo. My question. Yeah. Who are the other four teams? Four teams? Yes. Three teams, actually. I lied. Okay. No, wait. Yeah, three teams. So it's the Yankees? Yes. I didn't say Yankees, but you did get that. Okay. Yankees are one of them, as LeMahieu, Gleybar Torres, and Brett Gardner are all below that's 700. Not,
1: that's just not that surprising to me. Uh, p- the Pirates, we were joking about them earlier. No. How about that? Um, The Diamondbacks. No.
0: It's a little surprising, right? I would say one of these teams you would think is bad. The other one shouldn't be as bad as they are, probably. Shouldn't be as bad as they are, And even they still, they're probably, probably. Like close to 500.
1: All right, well, I'll throw out the Marlins. Nope. Okay.
0: Um shouldn't be as bad as they are. And they're not even particular. They're, they're third in their division, so they're middle. I think that I know who the... You do.
1: I don't. Um, the Mariners. Nope. They've been better than they were supposed to be this year. The Royals. The
0: Royals are one of the, the three. The then teams. And then the other one is the... They've been the answer before in a, oh, why are they this bad sort of capacity? Why are they this bad sort of... The Indians? Not the Guardians. Right. Well, they're not yet, yeah, but they will be. The Future Guardians. It, you know? The Future Guardians of the Galaxy. The Brewers. Not the Brewers. The Cubs. Not the Cubs.
1: The White Sox. Not the White Sox. When you said not the Cubs that way, it made me Not the The Cardinals. It is indeed the yeah. St.
0: Louis Cardinals. St. Louis, rounding Find out the teams. Smoking on. Oh, anyway.
1: Uh, all right, uh, Tidbit was also brought to you today by the print issue of PressBox. We were talking Maryland football earlier. Of course, Talia Tungavailoa is on the cover of this print issue of PressBox, available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms and at the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox. or so Read it all, pressboxonline.com. I dropped my paper. Good work. I got to get that so I know who I have to tell you. Tubular is brought to you by, because that's important. Tubular is brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. Purple takedown. Pre- takedown. The purple takedown, the purple takeover is coming to the Maryland State Fair. Ten current, future, and former Baltimore football stars will all be there, including Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, Hollywood Brown, Ronnie Stanley, Adafe Owe, Ben Cleveland, and more. Get your tickets right now by going to great 8 That's the number eight, 8 Orioles-Yankees at 7. The best pitcher in baseball, Matt Harvey, goes against Jamison Tyon. That's on Masson. Masson, 2 has got Phillies Nationals at 7. MLB Network Padres Athletics at 3.30. Astros-Dodgers late tonight. ESPN Braves Cardinals 8.15. Olympics, some of the highlights uh, on NBC right at 8 o'clock. USA-Switzerland women's beach volleyball semifinal. On the USA at 4 a.m., the U.S.-Australia bronze medal women's soccer match. Uh CNBC at 2.30 a.m. USA Russia women's water polo semifinal on NBCSN France Slovenia men's basketball semifinal tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Peacock for the um the a second the USA Australia men's basketball semifinal. That's what I was trying to say at 1215. Um and on the Olympics channel, the Olympics wrestling continues, and on the golf channel, round t- round two of the women's golf tournament starting at six thirty. Uh, the baseball semifinal between the U.S. and South Korea six a.m. tomorrow. And apparently, it's only on NBCOlympics.com. Although it might end up moving over to one of the networks. It's, it's so nonsensical. Uh, NBC Sports Washington, D.C. United, Columbus Crew at 7.30, NBA TV and ESPNU for some Summer League action, TNT for A.W. Dynamite at 8 as well. Some non-sports highlights.
0: Dave, tonight, FXX, 10 o'clock, uh, Forged and Fire, if you're into that, on History Channel at 9. Uh, the second episode or the documentary about Obama on HBO is at 9.
1: All right. Very good. <sighs> Tubular, I think I already did everything, right? Did, yeah. I got everybody? Great. Wonderful. Thanks today to DeQuell Jackson. Thanks also to Drew Forrester. And thanks to Jeff Chidia from NFL Network, who we're about to hear from. We'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glenclarkradio.com.
0: Stuff and things, irons and fires. Not great.
1: Ken Zales is going to join us tomorrow. We're going to launch. We're a couple weeks away from the start of the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, but in the um, Thursdays leading up, we will have KZ join us. So if you have some draft related questions, some things that you're interested in knowing about, you can hit us up on Twitter at Clark Radio. We will pose them to KZ. Uh, before we bring back the PressBox Fantasy Football Show, which will be uh, three weeks from now, I believe, will be the first episode of that. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, our great sponsors and partners, including the U.S. Army, Glory Days, Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, Mobil, KNS Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great 8's Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, BMW Championship, Bradley Nicky Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com, and the Maryland Five Star Thanks to uh, Young Jack. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, sad lonely man. Follow him on Twitter, at Kay Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Orioles. Go Team USA. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too. We wrap today's show. Uh, had to do this a little bit earlier on today because of, you know, more training camp that he had to go cover. But Jeff Chidia from NFL Network was in Owings Mills yesterday. We spent some time talking with him about the Ravens. Let's wrap up today's show by hearing from that here on GCR. Let's talk some Ravens now here on GCR. Our next guest, one of my favorites, he was back in Owings Mills yesterday at Ravens practice alongside our buddy Daniel Jeremiah for NFL Network. It's a pleasure to welcome in Mr. Jeffrey Chadia to GCR. Jeff, it's Glenn. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. No problem, man. Always good to talk to you. It's good to talk to you as well. So when, when you know you're going to Baltimore and there's not going to be a Lamar Jackson sighting for you, what is high on your list of things that you're interested in spending a day with the Baltimore Ravens?
6: Well, they're still an interesting team even without their most interesting player. Uh, I would say that the receiver situation is I wanted to see up close and personal. I, I wanted to see some of the new offensive linemen in the mix. And uh, and also see their depth. Uh, they, they might be the deepest team in the NFL right now, even wow. considering the Buccaneers. I mean, did you look at just there's so much talent on the field, you know, and they're, and they're second level players that uh, it just kind of blows you away. So even though Lamar isn't there and dealing with COVID uh, you look at them and you think, man, they, this team is really impressive to watch. So, and especially at the receiver group, where coming from Kansas City, I saw Sammy Watkins for, for three years and, and know what he meant to the Chiefs offense. So, um, I was really intrigued to see what he was going to mean to this offense.
1: Let, let's start there then, Jeff. I think a lot of this, you know, the Ravens have invested some first round picks, the wide receiver position the last couple years. It has clearly been a position that throughout their history has been a you know, a major bugaboo for them. Um, how much of what they're able to do offensively might come down to, A, Sammy Watkins' health, and then, B, Rashad Bateman showing on day one that he's ready to be a significant contributor in the league?
6: Well, I think that's definitely uh, 1 and 1A right there, starting with Sammy, because when he was healthy in Kansas City, he was he was productive, including in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when he had some key plays down the stretch to help them win a championship, and, with the Chiefs, and uh, we talked about that, but also we talked about just him having a, a bigger role in a new offense. He even said to me that uh, when he went to Kansas City, he knew that it was Tyree Kill's team and Travis Kelsey's team and he was willing to, willing to defer and, and wanting to you know, run underneath routes and clear out routes, but he, he wants to have a bigger impact in this offense, and he wants mm-hmm. to help these younger guys understand that there aren't going to be as many balls as he saw in, in Kansas City, but what's important is winning and everybody taking advantage of the opportunities they get. So he is going to help guys like Rashad Bateman um, get better. And everything I've heard about him was, was reinforced um, in talking to the coaches, talking to John Harbaugh about him. He said he's more impressive than he even thought, uh, seeing him up close and personal with his ability to get up the line of scrimmage and his hands, and he's a very sophisticated route runner. And so, yeah, I think that they're throwing a lot of talent at that position, but I also feel like Sammy Watkins – championship ring to, to show around the younger guys is going to help them grow up fast
1: jeffrey Chidi is with us here on at glenn clark radio jeff the the idea you know of the ravens maybe trying to evolve a bit offensively is one that gets talked about a lot i i don't i don't know that i fully understand the problem with the team it's been unbelievably successful doing what they do but i get it you know they, they're gonna to have to get over the hump in the postseason and um, people seem to think that that needs to come along with them being evolving to a place where they can throw the ball a bit more. What's your gut tell you about where this team needs to be offensively in comparison to what they've done? The fact that it's worked, they've ton, won a ton of games, running the ball a billion times. It would seem like that should still be their strength, but you know, you bring up the Chiefs, they're still looming, right? Like You still have to get past them at some point if you're going to make a run to the Super Bowl.
6: Well, I talked to Greg Roman about that, and he said he's he's always he wishes more people to ask him the question of how has this team been able to win so many games in the last couple years. By the way, I I
1: kind (laughs) of agree with it, like I, it's not popular to defend Greg Roman in Baltimore, but it blows my mind that this thing that has worked really well is so unpopular and seems to be so problematic.
6: Yeah, and that that's probably because of just the way the NFL has gone over the last. 15 20 years it's such a quarterback driven league and everybody thinks that if you get a great quarterback a great throwing quarterback that you're going to end up winning championships and that's not true uh even greg pointed that out that you look at the, over the last few years the teams that threw the ball the most to make the playoffs and so you, you what you need is balance and and that's really what he is and John Harbaugh are trying to find here is just a way to give, I think as Greg Roman put it, to have to be able to go into his left pocket, left back pocket, and his right back pocket mm-hmm. and have something that he can throw at people. And and that's what I think this is all about as far as the receivers and, and, and trying to involve the passing game some because, as he said, he, he cares more about passing efficiency than, than passing yards. Like he, he wants to be able to be able to throw the ball when they have to throw it and make plays, but they're never going to be a team that's going to throw the ball Sixty times a game. And, and I don't think Lamar Jackson has to be a quarterback who's going to be thrown for 5,000 yards, and 50 touchdowns. I think he's got to be the best quarterback he can be and use that team around him to make them as good as they can be. Because when you look at Patrick Mahomes, for example, as great as he's been, the numbers he's put up, you look at his numbers in the championship game, the Super Bowl, and they're like 50% passing, mm-hmm. like four interceptions, like two touchdowns. like, teams at some point are going to take that away from you, and you have to have something else you
1: can go to. He is Jeff Chidia from NFL Network, NFL.com. He was in Owings Mills with the Ravens yesterday. He's with us now here on Glenn Clark Radio. Jeff, on the other side of the ball, um, you know, the, the Ravens, they scheme pressure quite well, and that's that's Wink Martindale's calling card. But there has been this thought that they would be well served to have certain players who could just win one-on-one matchups and you don't have to always scheme the ability to get the quarterback on the ground. and You've you got to face a, you know, Patrick Mahomes here in Week 2. Is Justin Houston enough that you feel as though their pass rush is is where it needs to be based on what it is they want to do
6: defensively? Well, uh, he's been productive, and he's been around a long time. I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if he's enough. Uh, I would imagine that... Uh, uh, Jason away or I figure he, what is he Adafi, called? Away? Yeah, Adafi, Adafi away. Yeah. Adafi away is, is going to be a key participant in that. Um, but yeah, I think that they're, we're going to find out. I, I don't think you can blitz the chiefs, um, and win games. Yep. That that's been proven. Um, but I think what you can do is you can have good coverage on the back end. You can have guys who, who can make a play here and there and you can control the football <laughs> and, and it's, as, as much as people look at the last time these two teams played, I mean, the Chief, the Ravens have played them pretty close uh, the two previous times because they were able to control the football, yep. and they were able to get after the quarterback, and they were able to play good defense. So I think that's really more... Um, what they have to get better at is just being able to to dig, take terms with that offense.
1: It's it's weird how much you and I agree about this topic, right? Like people talk about yeah. this all the time. You know, you got to throw more because you got to get past the Chiefs. I'm like, you know, the time that you had the chance to beat the Chiefs was the time that you threw the least.
2: When yeah. you've been trying to throw <laughs> right. a
1: billion times against the Chiefs, you got your butt yeah. kicked. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know it's that I get that. Works that. Out, right? yeah. It is remarkable yeah. to me <laughs> the way yeah. that Ed has looked and, and, at.
6: And, and everybody thinks that hey, everybody can go out and find Lawrence Taylor. Or, you know, or by White, the way, you know, I, I take them. Guys. Let's take them,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we get and look. Yeah. Clearly, you know, Jeff, we got spoiled in Baltimore because you know not only was Terrell Suggs one of the great you know rush backers of a generation, he also happened to be a complete linebacker who could defend the pass. Um, downfield, and, and developed into one of the great edge-setters in all of football against the run. Like, he was such a complete player on top of being a good pass-rush specialist that I think we just assumed that you could find those guys forever, that you could just get more Terrell Suggs, and we're learning, no, that's not the case. Those players don't typically exist. The Ravens spent, you know, a, a premium price to go out and get a unique Ngakwe a year ago, and then, you know, because he was all pass-rush, they didn't really even have him on the field that much to try to make a difference, and, and that proved to be a problem for him.
6: Yep, yep, and and so, yeah, I don't think you can, I don't believe in in chasing players to win championships, and and I think you you build a culture, and when your your chances come around, you take advantage of them. Um, It's very easy to forget that the Ravens were 14-2 two two years ago, and probably a Mark Ingram injury away from being able to win a championship with that bunch. I still believe Mark Ingram doesn't get hurt. Hmm. Um, that that's a whole different narrative. There, hmm. uh, you look at Green Bay last year. You know, you you have a, a David Bakhtiari, a Pro Bowl left tackle, go down uh, before the playoffs start, and you know if he's there, maybe they beat Tampa Bay, and maybe that's Aaron Rodgers, you know, hugging Brian Gutekunst and not talking about leaving town. <laughs> um, you know, it's it, so it, there's a lot of things that happen over the course of a year that you can't control, but I think ultimately, I just don't think there are easy fixes for um for problems. I think you fix problems by building a culture, by drafting well, by adding key pieces. Um, you know, it's you know, uh, you look at what the Chiefs wanted Earl Thomas pretty badly and wound up taking Tyron Matthew. <laughs>
0: A few years ago and mm.
6: look how that worked mm. out worked out games. pretty well for them <laughs>
2: worked out pretty yeah.
0: freaking yeah.
1: For, for like five minutes it looked like it was going to work out okay for Baltimore but
6: yeah. Then yeah. Yeah.
2: not so much not yeah. so much so, not so much so, that, so that,
6: that's where that's where these things go Yeah. so I agree with you I think you can as a fan you can complain and say we got to get this guy get that guy but ultimately uh, you probably have enough within the building to win a championship. It's a matter of things breaking your way.
1: biggest Biggest concern for you, you know, if in in the context of the Ravens trying to win a Super Bowl, that you know, the, being in this program now for a few years, the the biggest concern for you about this team is what? It's...
6: Well, I'm a little bit concerned about the quarterback right now, just because you know, second time around with COVID, um, I don't know, I don't want to get. Deep into, no, you know, I think it's a no, but it's a relevant
1: Jeff. It's a relevant conversation, right? Like that, if yeah. that if someone's going to choose to not be vaccinated, their availability, and we saw the Ravens yeah. had to play the Steelers in a in a critical game a year ago on a Wednesday afternoon with you know with Robert Griffin the third and and Trace McSorley, um, like that, that, that that's going to be a storyline, obviously this year. If you're not going to choose to get vaccinated, there, I think you're every, you have every right to be concerned.
6: Yeah, and is, that, I, I, is he made it clear he's not going to do it he doesn't want to do no, it? No, he hasn't that, really that's,
1: that's addressed yeah. it. You know, that's the yeah. thing. He hasn't really addressed it. And then a lot of players are choosing to not really address it and sort of leave it hanging out there. And, you know, I I, I get that. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a problem, right? Like, it's yeah. a, a – I, I hate – I don't want to be, like, political or whatever, but I did, I'm also stunned that this is a political topic, Jeff, that it makes no sense yeah. to me that it's a political topic. But from a pure, from a pure football standpoint – it becomes, every year we say something like, hey, as long as your quarterback's healthy, you're going to have a chance. And, like, this is part of that. Part of that is you need to have the guy on the field, and it appears to be that this isn't going away anytime soon, and unvaccinated players are going to be at a particular risk of not
6: being on the field. Yeah, and the bigger concern for me is not so much where he stands on vaccinations, but if you're out playing basketball with random kids in the Miami playground and you're not taking those precautions. Like if you're going to be on that side of the fence, then you better be taking the precautions to make sure um, you're going to be able to stay safe. Yep. And that, that's, that's, kind of what I was going to make is that, that I wonder about the maturity there. And I wonder about, you know, he's had a lot of success over the last couple of years. And like everybody else who gets exposed to that level of, of superstardom, it, it can go to your head and you can feel invincible and you can think everybody loves you. And it's always going to break right. And for you, and it can go south in a hurry. And so I was talking to Clayus Campbell, not specifically about Lamar, but just this is a guy who's played on two teams now, Arizona and Jacksonville, who played the championship game, uh, you know, a few years back, and look like they were ready to just win Super Bowls and, and dominate. And it quickly changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the Ravens have a, have a lot more talent and depth in those teams, have and better culture. But end of the day, it's like you only get so many opportunities to win championships. And this is a guy who a lot of scrutiny is going to be on him. And he, is his, put it this way, his season is not starting off well.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no question, right? Like, and it's not the end of the world that he's missing the first two weeks, of, you know, camp. Like, it's Lamar Jackson, I think he'll be okay. But when games come around, they need him to be on the field because that's, that's how this team wins is the presence of Lamar Jackson. There's no question about it. Uh, Jeff, where are you headed to next on this uh, never-ending uh, pre- uh, training camp tour?
6: On my way to D.C., the the washington football team i still want to use that other name yep yeah i, I can't believe it takes so long to create a name <laughs> i'm a starting to, now. i'm
1: starting to think they might just stick with it i'm starting to think that they just might yeah. be what it is but no um look forward to that Um uh, what else can we plug for you i know of course you're on twitter and people can give you a follow at jeffrey that's j-e-f-f-r-i chidia on twitter yeah. um anything yeah. else that we can plug for you
6: I'm uh, just doing training camp tours right now, but this this coming season I'll be doing a, uh, a Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning uh, column, kind of a look look forward column that I'm excited about doing, not so much a Monday morning quarterback type thing, but really kind of a look ahead type thing. So we're excited to to roll that out and yeah, I'm just kind of making my way through the league and just, touching all the bases and getting ready for football again. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Looking forward to that. Hey, Jeff, always appreciate you taking the time, man. I know these are uh, crazy days and you're out on the road, but really thank you for squeezing us in this morning, man, and, and continued uh, safety and health to you and your family, all right?
6: It's... Same to you, man. Take care.